0: This is about you, me, we, and our untapped potential. This is The Huge Upside. Hey, everyone. we just like to formally apologize that we've been a wall for like the past month. But I promise you, we have not disappeared in the face of this earth because here we are. First, probably the first ever episode is 2023. Yeah, you know what I'm saying? And... I just like to thank you guys for still listening to us wow our third year around this podcast has meant so much to me i mean me like i'd like to separate myself from the podcast because it's a platform and hopefully see this podcast one day someday somebody else host it because my voice is kind of getting boring around these parts but Hey, like
1: people still... Nah, bro. Your voice sounds amazing, bro. I want to put that out there. I want the world to know that your voice
0: sounds great. Thank you. I'm flattered. Well, that voice right there, Pizza Palace, is on the other side of the world. Are you in Atlanta, by the way? Right now, I'm in uh, Brooklyn. Yes. But my heart is in Atlanta, too. My
1: heart is also in the Philippines. For sure.
0: That's what's up. And I forgot to introduce you because I suck at introductions, but... For formality's sake, rate me how I introduce you, okay? Because I haven't done like a formal introduction, and I'd like Pizza Palace to be the first one to give me a five out of ten, five out of five critic. So here it goes. Coming fresh off a twenty-three stop tour across the Philippines with Mike Swift, and of course with the likes of working alongside with future Soldier Boy Ti Fat Joe is pizza palace and is now using this momentum see i suck at this intro so how would you have done? <laughs> no, I, it, think, I think it
1: was great really? you know
0: you know you know what
1: i think is always the best kind of intros is the authenticity right. and i feel like when people feel the authenticity that you know it's cool And what I love is, like, you are just very uh, uh, transparent and vulnerable. Yeah. And I think that makes this a special moment because there will
0: never, ever be another first interview. So I give it a five out of five, bro. Thanks, man. You're being too kind. But hey, welcome (laughs) welcome to the huge upside. So first and foremost, I would just like to welcome you to the show. And I'm still flattered why some producer all the way from across now, he says in Brooklyn, would want to be on this show and obviously he's trying to promote something these producers and i'm still flattered that people still come to this show like to share their stories and here he is pizza palace thank you and welcome to this podcast but i'm i'm still baffled by your real name what is your real name it can't be pizza palace are you ready to disclose that though
1: when I was born, you know, like on my official birth certificate says Pizza Palace. First name Pizza, last name Palace. <laughs> no, no, I'm saying. Oh, no, I was about know. to. <laughs> <laughs> bro, but that'd be such a cool story, it's huh? Right. Like I wish, I wish. Yeah, so so my, my real name is uh, Louis, so people either call me P, Pizza, Lou, Louis, like whatever you're vibing with, really. Lou so P. Whatever feels good to you, bro, we rock with it, you know? Yeah. So.
0: Well, pizza's cool. That's such a cool name, though. So, Uh, thank you. I appreciate you. You've been producing uh, songs all your life, or you've been an artist all your life, or a creative, like yeah. Tell people more about you, man.
1: yeah, for sure. Number one, also, uh, like before we get started too, I want to touch on something you said earlier, yeah. the reason why I wanted to join your show, bro, like one of the reasons is because like, you just have a good energy, man. And I feel like that is the most important thing. Like outside of everything, I feel like uh, I'm, I'm a big, big believer that people's souls are very intelligent. And so like, I think there's a reason why people gravitate towards your stuff. Um, just because of your energy, bro. And and that's why. So I, I want that to be known and, and I want that to be known out in the ecosystem. Please do. Um, so I just want to start
0: it off. Like <laughs> Please <that>. do. So <laughs> we could use like any, sure. any bit of leverage or, you know, <laughs> some endorsement from anybody right now. But hey, thanks. Yeah, absolutely. Bro, over here, we
1: care less about the... Um, like uh, this is something I'm, I'm sure that you've run into, other artists run into. There's such a like hype culture that exists in like the music industry, bro. And like to me, I'm like, like there's the group that can chase the hype, yeah. and then, and that's cool. I get it. That's like also part of like the the industry, right? Right. But then like when people chase like just like the good vibes, the good energy, that's what creates the hype because that's what everyone really wants. People just want good energy. They want to have. A safe community and that sort of thing. And it comes from like the core group of people. And that's why, like, a lot of people, you know, I've, I've told you this like off camera, but like a lot of people keep saying good things about you. And I was like, bro, I got to spend time with this guy. So, um, really, this is. I yeah. must have done something
0: good in this life.
1: <laughs> Possibly, bro, you know, yeah. maybe a few things. So, yeah,
0: because, <laughs> but, you know, uh, like, but yeah, so, uh-huh. yeah, aside from like all this good stuff, like, Races and like <laughs> accolades like I mean I always have to keep a level head. you know um, you know what I mean like because you know when you, you have it good, it's always due for something bad and it's, it's like the the paradox of life like that good and bad, so good. yin and yang. So you know like I've, I've had a lot of pushback like last year until this year. Hearing stuff like that just makes my day. Bro, and and I want (laughs) to say
1: this too. It's like um, the highs and the lows of life, kind of what you're saying. This this is my opinion. I feel like as creatives, it's kind of our job to have a voice and have a perspective and lens on life. And I feel like the more we get a chance to live life, the more we have to talk about, right? So it's like if I've only lived the highs in my life, I can't really talk about the lows. If I've only lived the lows in my life, I can't really talk about the highs. But when we have that whole spectrum of like just – going through some BS, but then also coming out of it but then going back into some BS. And we have more things to talk about. And I think it carries through in people's um, voices, you know, so like, it's, uh, like, I I, I think, uh, um, there's, there's a uh, quote that I love to say, it's like, things don't happen to us, they happen for us, you know, and and I'm like a big believer of that. So 100% like, it's, it's like, for example, um, something something bad can happen but there's always a in my opinion there's always a lesson in something you know and like sometimes it's so severe if i don't find the positive out of it it'll take me out like it's like mental health wise or or physically you get what i'm saying like we really have to dig deep and find hey what's that gem in there that we can make it be positive for us you know
0: yeah that optimism Um, and and we're still
1: realistic too because we know more bad stuff is going to happen that's just the way life is like life will come but it's like It's like we're not naive, but we also know that like, hey, when it comes, we're going to
0: we're going to make it work. Like it's just be patient with us sometimes, you know, so. Yeah. And sometimes like you don't get to relax. Like I don't get to relax. I just told you like, I've been off like a rough week, not really a rough week, but, you know, this is like probably like the first three hours. Like I get to actually sit down and talk to somebody on a podcast, like I said, I haven't done like a podcast Mm. set in like two weeks. So what I do, like similar to your show, like the Peer Pressure podcast. So like I sit on other podcasts as well. Like, you know, not just not just on the podcast, huge upside, but also like cultivate mm-hmm. other podcasts, like hop on their shows or like help them build from from the ground up, like show them like the ropes and stuff. And like, I've, wow. I've like done that for like the last one was around two weeks ago. So I have like a long rest, but. I was pulled in another direction and then finally I get some peace time right here. So thanks. <laughs> Fire man. Of course, yeah. bro. Like, yeah. And, 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 also shout out to,
1: um, uh, I don't know. Shout out to the fact that, Hey, you make it a point to support the homies and people sure. around and that sort of thing. And, and I feel like the same energy you give to other people, like you're giving to yourself today. And like, that's, that's also healthy too. You know? Yeah. So. You
0: know what? That's not, that's not a common thing around these parts. Like, you know that the talk of mental health and like self-talk like that's still a taboo 100%. in the philippines
1: no. yeah man i completely understand that i feel like in asian culture like as a whole too right it's kind of like there, there's like the confucian uh kind of influence and that sort of thing where we don't listen to our emotions like the yeah. ideal man like handles their emotions it doesn't you yeah. know what i'm saying like there's so many of those kind of the ideas flow, and I understand. Like when a person is in a time of war and stuff, there's no, there's no time to talk about feelings. There's no time. You like, Suck bro, like, up. hey, bro, they're coming. We gotta go. Like, I understand you're scared. We gotta run right now, bro. Like that's like war mentality. So there's a reason why our countries have that because we come from a culture of warriors and like people of strength, right? And we also have to understand there's a difference from getting from from surviving and fighting to actually living. Right. So. So the mindset of point A to point B, hey, it's it's always going to be important because that's how we survive. But now when we have an opportunity to go from point B to point C, let's give ourselves that energy so we can build more right. for our, our community. So I'm like a big uh, believer of that. So um, it's, a, it's a transition I believe our generation is going yeah. through specifically. Bit, we're like and, probably like um, the
0: bigger persons here. Like, because we know all this stuff, like, get to apply it ourselves like yeah and the cycles here and there yeah. and then you know
1: a hundred percent a hundred percent and i feel like that's that's honestly as people in the creative industry we have an opportunity to normalize these things i think like especially when i was younger i was going through a lot of stuff bro like i had so many issues growing up and, and things like that like my neighborhood was kind of crazy like it's not like anyone was really reaching I out and being, like mentally like you had to and, like
0: right so, join some communities just to survive
1: Let's let's say that the communities were very accepting of my presence. You get what I'm saying, and like I'm very thankful for that. Like they 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 were always showed a lot of love, and and I feel like um, going through certain experiences, it just made me realize, hey, like for the next generation, I would love for them not to have to go through, like, like the mind. We have strong minds, but then, like I've seen so many strong minds when they're pushed to the extreme limit, like it, it can break, yeah. and then people just go crazy, right? Yeah. So it's like I want to normalize it so people in the next generation, in our communities, and things like that, they 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 can, um, they they know there's um there's an alternative way to live, and like, um, that's 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 why like, and and we talked about this actually off camera yeah. too. I've been behind the scenes in music for a while, and I'm like, bro, seen, like I, I would, you know if if i'm ever if i'm ever in front of the camera it's because there's a reason to like i don't want to just uh, come out here and just be like hey bro look at me on some like ego stuff right like that's cool like maybe if i was like um you know like when we're younger we we want to be acknowledged we want to be seen and it's be always validated. important to be seen but if that's
0: the, oh, i'm sorry, validated
1: bro. yeah 100% and that's important like we always want to be seen but if that's the but i can do that like in private like if that's my only reason to be outside right but like my goal is to acknowledge certain social norms and maybe hey if we have certain things that are a little bit unhealthy could we shift it to a healthier place i don't know everything but like in the areas that i do know that's where i want to kind of uh, push you know in terms of when i create
0: 100 percent. like like if there's ever a good reason to finally come out some somewhere it's got to be for some bigger purpose and That stuff like you actually like want to talk about like immigrant communities over there, Um, minorities. You mean like the minorities? You mean like? Can you talk about that? Yeah. And we actually have like forgotten like the first initial question of us like bringing us why you started off with music, but.
1: Bro, yeah, yeah, I'm, I'm actually being a very bad guest. I'm going hop, I'm being like a politician, no hopping over all types I mean, of. I mean, this is <laughs> this is how yeah. a
0: podcast should actually go. Like, right? Like, you know, doesn't have to be uh, fire, like more organic. Yeah. Um, but uh, yeah, I'm down, bro. Yeah, um, so you do like going back to like you were producer and artist all your life, but since when did? And then you finally get to come out of the behind the scenes to talk about something which is bigger than art than music, which is fighting for a cause.
1: Yeah, like, so basically, um, when I was behind the scenes in the music, it was like, I, I chose to do that, because like, people are trying to bring me in front of the camera and things like that. Um, but I specifically knew that kind of once you're in front of the camera, it's kind of like you broke that seal, right. you know what I mean? Especially when things kind of get big, because like, bro, I was like, like with all the songs that were kind of happening and stuff, um, I would not even be on the camera that often. And like, I'd be trying to work out at the gym and people be like, hey, bro, it's <laughs> you. You know, I'm like, oh my gosh, like, this is cool. Like, thank I'm like very honored, you know, but at the can same you handle time, it like, I'm like, is, there, is, there, is there like,
0: huh? can you ha- do you feel like you can handle it though? The, the spotlight of like being recognized? industry
1: i think back then because of how dangerous our neighborhood was there was just a lot of anxiety because i was just like bro who are you like what's up what's your intentions like that sort of sort of energy you know what i mean so i'm always kind of like i was very cautious not not because i want to be mean but just because it's realistic like it's very practical you know what i mean and now um i'm understanding better how to navigate that you know and things like that and And now I'm also in a different place in life where it's like I've been able to um, be in different environments, be in different spaces where also the energy is different too, right? So it's like, um, and now I can even go back to these places and kind of normalize more positive energy, you know what I mean? Like, so um, to answer your question back then, I don't think so. And I I think that's why I don't think I, uh, I think I subconsciously knew I wasn't ready, you know, and that's why I stayed away from it. Um, I knew there were more skill sets I needed to develop. And I think
0: now at this point, I feel a lot more Because, Because I, I um, I mean, it's really bothering me. Like some folks, like they, what they usually say when I invite them over on a podcast. They they usually say like, you know what? Like I haven't put in enough reps or like I haven't built the reputation to have an opinion. Because I always thought of it like that. Like they would shy away from an opportunity because they think they weren't ready but was that also the case like man I, I think I haven't done shit yet so I'm like yeah let's not go out
1: oh oh, I think I think at that point we had done like my resume at that point was uh, business and music so that's kind of like what I was known for right. in my neighborhood so like and, and, and I almost make the argument that if an artist feels that way, like, hey, maybe I, my resume is not big enough, and where I feel confident enough to share it, then build it, you know what I mean, build it, and then and then put it out there. And, and also make the argument, hey, like, your community has a voice that they want to hear or they want to be spoken right. for. So I always say that it's less about reputation, yeah. in my opinion, and it's more about genuineness, right? So if I, if I talk with like people in my neighborhood and, and I talk on certain things and I realize that it resonates, that means it's hitting their heart. Cause it, it was like a real honest experience for them. That probably means a few other people went through that experience too. So I think less than the reputation, if you hit on something that's true and honest, that's going to resonate. So that, that would be my recommendation for any artist that might feel that way, um, is, uh take time to develop your voice, bro. Like that's just as much as the creative process. Like I spent a lot of years just trying to get better at music theory, mixing, like composition, song arrangement, all this stuff. There's all the technical side to it. Right. But then once you have that skill set of creating a feeling, cause that's actually the end goal of all that. My job is to give you a feeling through the music. What kind of feeling do I want? What's my, what's my voice that I want to create? And honestly, like, uh, the that's the part that takes a long time spend time to live life like yeah. we have to live a little bit of life to have something to say right we have to go through yeah. some struggles like what we were talking about it's right because it's like if too. i've if i've just lived comfortably my whole life i'm missing out on like telling half of the story half the story is about struggling like the the journey is the goal type of thing right so um yeah that's actually you know hold on like i said but my job is to create i'm going sure. if if you're a musician all right this is this is what I would recommend for anyone out there. Let, let me grab this thing. you right, right
0: Pay attention to this.
1: Me, me, me and Nick McKino actually <laughs> had this conversation. Okay. So like, okay, so 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 this is something I always keep on my wall. And let's say you put time into your technical skills, right? Like you have all your technical skills, you understand sound design and stuff. And we can always get better at it. But like, you're at like a good level where you feel comfortable with it. Now it's about curation and having good creative choices to create an end goal. So, what I always do is before I make a song, I say, "What is my end goal in terms of a feeling?" And I look at this thing. This thing is called a feels wheel. This is actually a therapy tool, right? And so the thing is, is that the the inside circles is like the most basic emotions, like very broad: sad, happy,
0: surprised, bad,
1: fearful. Very general, right? That's like the very um, uh, core emotions, right? But then every emotion has a nuance to it. There's something very uh, special about it. So even, even what we call quote unquote negative feelings is like a very special thing because it helps us cope with it. It's things,
0: still valid.
1: Right? So maybe I'm angry, right? It's still valid and we have to acknowledge it and talk about it in a healthy way. <laughs> like it's so, We should never apologize for how we feel, but we also have to be very um self-aware in communicating it right. out in a healthy way right And that's my job as a musician or any musician I think the job at the of art level. so job <laughs> yeah. of art bro a hundred percent right even podcasts we're normalizing yeah. ways to talk about stuff right right here right so, it's like any conversation, like, I, I also want to encourage anyone who's not on a creative platform or anything. If you're in a circle of friends, you have the power to normalize certain yeah. behaviors, but that takes a skill set. So that's, we have to practice. That's
0: also an art. It. Anyways, <laughs> bro, I feel like a professor <laughs> or some stuff right now. I got
1: like a little board and everything, bro. Like, I just want to say, like, this is just like one person's take. I'm, I'm never going to say anything like it's the truth. You People out there can... Take it as like, a, the crash
0: uh, um, like or or, you
1: know what I'm saying? I'm just Online sharing ideas right at here. this point. Right. So, this is my personal process in terms of creating stuff. So, so let's say like, maybe I didn't have such a good week. We were talking about, Hey, it was like a little bit of a tough week and stuff like that. I'm feeling maybe a little, a little angry. Right. But I'm like, Hey, like if I just make an angry song, it's going to sound very generic. You know, you know what I'm right. saying? There's so many shades of that. So let's go one level deeper. Am I angry because I felt let down? Am I angry because I felt humiliated from sort of experience? Am I angry because I felt bitter? Am I angry because I'm like just straight up mad, like angry right. mad, like? So the thing is, is that we're taught, I feel like in society to shame ourselves for our own emotions, and we don't, if we don't acknowledge it, we can't even talk about yeah. it, right? So it's like sometimes I found, bro, like I don't even let myself feel these because I was told maybe as a kid I shouldn't feel this, like you know, sometimes like, can, hey, stop, stop crying, like blah blah blah, you know? It's that, like, that, no, I'm that's I'm gonna bottle up, bro, and then like,
0: blow up one time a hundred percent a hundred percent so we have this like so that's why things like, going on everywhere like
1: 100%. yeah a hundred percent so so we we find one of the, these things to talk about and we can even go one level deeper if i feel let down was i betrayed was i disrespected is that something like that's the like if i want to go a deeper layer and so all these feelings that we try to bottle up my job is to say hey like let's talk about right. it and so have you ever heard a song where you're going through something and it feels very like releasing? You're like, man, it feels so good to listen to that and that sort of thing. is because we're trying to help um, our, our people targeting the people in our these community emotions a hundred percent, bro. So Facebook it's like, ads right This there. <laughs> is yeah, a hundred percent, bro. And, and here's the other thing, too: like, I could be just selfish as a yeah. producer and be like, hey, this is my secret sauce, I'm keeping this to myself. Like I said before, my goal is not for the clout. My goal is not to just be like that one person. My goal is to actually normalize right. this stuff so us as a community of musicians, us as a community of creatives, we're thinking about these things when we put it out there cuz I think it's very healing if it's done in the right I way. I agree. So feels real. I I would I agree this.
0: You know? I agree to this. I used to be like before I went on this rabbit hole of like online world media and the alternative media which is podcasting and all that stuff. I used to, like, work uh, as a behavioral therapist. Like, I, I work with individuals. No you know, way. So we would, like, work with kids on the spectrum. And, you know, things that we take for granted, like, certain emotions, because for mm-hmm. them, it's it's difficult for them to process feelings. So for us, like, we're just taking 100%. it for granted. Like, yeah, just suck it up, the, don't cry, or all that stuff. Them, it's it's tough. 100%. That's why they go unfit. They don't understand it. Like, why am I feeling this way? I want to tear myself apart, like engage in self injurious behavior or hurt somebody else or like eat someone's food in some public area. 100%. So, work is very clinical and you're actually handling individuals like who are probably like something like neurotic or something. So, it's kind of difficult at, at, at times. Oh. So what you just showed me, that color wheel. So we have this something like a color temperature. It's very basic though. Like for like a high individual who is on the spectrum who's like high functioning and they they have a hard time processing emotions. They would just point at a certain color. Let's say green was like, I'm happy. And then orange is like, I'm in the mood. And then red is like, I'm angry. So just three basic emotions. If they show to us, if they point, like, red, that would tell me, like, oh, you're pissed right now, so I have to, like, back off. So, I think most of the time, people are misunderstood with their emotions, and we fail to recognize that as, as a society. And communication tools like that wheel you showed me or, like, targeting that through songs or art to communicate, like... How how well we receive emotion or how well we communicate our emotions are important. Like that's a you're you're on a behavioral level here, man. Like it's the first time I've I, I've seen that. Or is that always been the case with music? Always targeting emotions? Like the formula to it? Let, let's hit these buttons, certain buttons in humans. Like let's target that. Let's target this. Let's target that.
1: Yeah, I think it was from making a lot of songs that were not can. Oh, okay. My original reason why I got into music was like I honestly think when I was growing up I was um I I think I was like a high risk kid that could be like self harming right. like that type of like profile right and and I think there were like a few things in my life that kept me from going down that path more deeply and one of those things was music right so for me I realized that like music was such a life like literally life-saving right. thing like i was actually originally supposed to be a doctor bro like i was gonna go into med school and get had, out of here like like <laughs> yeah so like i was i was supposed to go down that route and then um were you enrolled already and then i was like or man, then you had and to like pull back your decision so, so i had actually taken the uh the mcats and like scored right. and like i was like every everything was on the journey like i i actually scored like really <laughs> recently on the on, on on the thing so like it, it was uh um the, the neighborhood was actually like whoa like this guy scored this score in the you neighborhood and it, it became like a thing right it became like uh and that's a whole different story that that's yeah. another rabbit hole we can go down but like um but then i think i around that time i had the choice of doing that or music because like around that time there were some record deals on the table and, and things like that and it was tough and and what i told myself was that hey like we already have a lot of people who want to go into the medical field as nursing, doctors, PAs, right. like all these things, right? So it's like we have in our community already normalized physical health. And what I realized was missing in our community was normalizing mental health. And I didn't know these terms at the time because I, I, I'd never heard these terms, but I just knew that that's what music had done for me. I, knew, I understood the, the thing. But i didn't understand like there was things out there called therapy and and all this stuff right so for me music was the closest thing because that's what was accessible it's not like i had like the funds to like pay for therapy or or even the network to know who to talk to you get what i'm saying the information so music was the next best thing so i was like that's what i'm going to try to do with my music um and that's the only way i can logically justify not being becoming a doctor and stuff (laughs) and and I can justify you yeah. get what I'm saying, because it's kind of like, bro, like, because because the thing is like, like, like the worst thing that I remember when I first made the choice of not becoming a doctor and becoming a musician, or at least aspiring to be a musician, everyone was like, you're the Like older people would come up to me and it's like they're like, oh, you think life is so easy, huh? You're like the you're like the dumbest smartest person I know. That's what they would say all the time. And they're like, you 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 think uh, it's such for such a selfish reason to do music? Like you could be helping people. And I'm like, you don't know my story, bro. Like, but I didn't know how to say this stuff as a kid, right? I didn't know how to affirm myself. And these are older people, kind of talking down on me. And then I'm always respectful, bro. Like if, right. if people like I'm always going to listen to people's opinions, especially if they're older, like they I, I, I believe that it comes from like a place of yeah. care. That's their way of showing well, it was right. And but, wisdom, but they didn't take time to hear my story, you know, so that's, that's why I was like, and eh, like, you'll see like, but and I also understood that it wasn't normalized in my community. And I was a recipient of all the toxic right. behaviors. So I knew that if I, I needed to develop something, so the next generation, we could have like a the elders understand mental health a little bit better and all this stuff. So I think that's where it originally came from, bro. Like, I actually never thought about it until you posed that question. Oh, really? So that's, that's very yeah. interesting. Yeah, you, you actually made me realize something A lot of right realizations, now, so. though,
0: because actually it all boils down to, like, when it comes to mental health, it, it bo- all boils down to family and generational gaps in culture and society. And I think, like our job, or for the for the folks who are self aware, like our job to be the bigger human being in every scenario. It's tough because we have emotions. Yeah. Like I want to punch this person right now. Like you know what I'm saying, yeah. but <laughs> you gotta hold back. Cause yeah. like it happened in my neighborhood right? a few times. Right, <laughs> <I, like, laughs> so. but we're human beings, and we we're rational, and we can make. We can reason and that's why there's podcasts that's why there's therapy that's why there's like psychiatrists clinicians who can talk some sense into us
1: yes i'll I'll say i'll say two things going off what you're saying number one is that we've normalized like going to the gym a little bit more like hey like take care of your health and run and all this stuff right Hey, we're physically taking care of ourselves. Hey, you know, what's running behind everything, our mind, our mind is controlling our bodies and things like that. So, so the same, like, if I broke my arm, if I had an experience in the past, that was very traumatic and very toxic, and my arm got broken, right? That's traumatic for my body, right? What's the next thing I'm going to do? I'm gonna try to put it back in its sockets, you know, get the bones back in place, get my cast, let it heal, like, Take it easy for a little bit, and so I can use my arm again. Because if not, I won't be able to use my arm. Right? It's gonna for forever. You get what I'm saying? We have those same. We break our arms and our like our minds. The the equivalent will break our arm through an experience. We had a a, a, a tricky thing, and we we don't take the time to process it if we just think that oh, mental health is just a right. silly thing. Guess what? We got a broken arm. When we could have two arms, we only have one arm in our mind now. It needs. And easily. I say, hey, bro, we we. 100%. So it's like, bro, you have this other arm. I keep saying, bro, I want to be inclusive, however you identify you're a woman, they, whatever you are, whatever you are, everyone's included, right. right? And it's like, you can you have, you could use two arms. And like, if you're already accomplishing all these amazing things, or maybe you're struggling or whatever, with just one arm. Hey, like maybe nurse your second arm back to health, nurse your legs yeah. back to health. Like a lot of us don't even realize we're traumatized until we really take time to um like reflect and think about it. And we shouldn't feel ashamed for that. It's actually okay. It is. You know, we just need a safe space to talk about.
0: It is. This, you know.
1: Yeah. Anyways, that, that that's what I wanted to bring What's up. Number number two? And then number two, I want to touch on the point that you yeah. said. Um, you said earlier I hope I'm
0: not in trouble though. <laughs> like I went not huh? of trouble because I say a lot of crazy stuff on the show.
1: Nah, bro. Like, bro, we, we we need some crazy people in the world to yeah. shake things up sometimes, you know. So, like, um, with, with 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 the good energy. So, like, it's like you mentioned, like sometimes with the kids, um, you know, like they will yell, scream, and that yeah. sort of thing, and then and then they're just trying to express themselves. And what I'm, I feel like when a kid yells and screams a lot of time in school or parents will be like, Hey, stop yelling, be quiet and stuff like that. And that's so dangerous, because the kid is going through something frustration or something. And think about it, they're like two years old, they don't know how they don't know the words, they don't know how to say it, they're just saying something's wrong. And what's so interesting is like, if the older person or whatever goes to the kids and say, Hey, like they're crying, screaming, fighting, whatever, right? Hey, 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 man, hey, what's going on? Hey, look at me, I see you hey, tell me, you know, it's okay to tell me what's going on. Like, let me know, like, how are you doing? I'm checking in with you, like, forget everything else. Like, how are you doing? And like, as a kid to receive that, it normalizes, hey, oh, I am being seen. Oh, I can talk about it instead of swinging my arms. Like, huh. that's such, that's you get what such I'm saying? So it's like, I grew up in a neighborhood where it was normalized, everyone just throws their hands. And like, you get what I'm saying? It's cause, cause that's <laughs> like, Everyone has hands. Everyone's trying to be the tough guy you, or girl, you can, or whatever. You can recall,
0: right? like, just growing up as a kid, like feeling something for the first time, or feeling something you couldn't process. Uh, when an adult, just or somebody older, just comes up to you and like talks to you, and just make just somebody there, like just a presence, to like probably like ease the process. You know, it makes you feel like I'm not alone in this oh, world. Gosh. Damn it, somebody on my team. Like you know that feeling, like I'm not fucking alone. Like shit, you see, you see this person, gets it. She gets me. Like hundred percent. And that's the, that's the same way I feel about some of these kids today, like artists. Like, obviously now branching out from like working kids. I used to be a teacher too. Like I would really literally work with Wire, kids. Why, bro? Like, I'm a, I used to be a I used to teach elementary. So. Kids growing wow, up, yeah. I could recognize like there's something definitely going on at home because it's coming out at school. So you know, school is yeah. like always like yeah. a place where they can paint their emotions. Like school's a canvas for them. Whatever they're feeling at home, they just mm. paint away at school. And then when I branched out to behavioral therapy, I could see it in. Kids on the spectrum, and now, like doing podcasts like being involved in the scene the art and the music and would say culture or something along those lines, yeah I can sense a lot yeah. of angst and some the, mm. the outcry of artists like just this feeling of like wanting to be heard like wanting to be respected because sure. you know that like, art is something that's not practical in The Philippines, because you know, like we come from this country. You know, where our main produce is manpower. Like we supply nurses, we we supply engineers all over the world. We don't supply art, to be honest.
1: I have, I have opinions on this. Actually, okay, just let
0: me finish. uh, Let me finish for a sec. So I I hear the outcries of these children, like I, and then that's where I get purpose. You know, like okay knowing of two years doing this podcast and having like a diy approach to like making your own content and finding organic reach where you don't have to spend like so much on 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 facebook ads or or instagram ads like making your own content putting out more songs being in places if i could just share this information with kids if i could just give this platform to them like hey like you want to be heard like at least through like a minority of the the locality here, like, hop on the show. So I would like really resonate with these kids, like, um, especially these artists. Like, mm. there needs to be a space for them too, because they're human beings. Like, like what? The Beatles are fake. They were artists too. Like, why do we worship them? Like, what the hell? Like, hundred, right? So these are. 100%. This could. This kid who's crying right here, like, wanting to be heard, could be the next one. Like just need to give him the chance so that's why we need to keep providing these platforms to kids
1: bro I love yeah. that man yo that's amazing. I, I love the fact that you you chose to give people a platform to be seen right. to be heard and you chose like it's so easy to center ourselves you know and and the fact that you also are like hey like I'm confident in like what I bring to the table already and I want to center these people for a little bit so they can receive that energy a little bit that's powerful bro. and i love the fact that you you the other point that you said like it's like hey these other artists from like uh different countries amazing they're amazing artists and that sort of thing at the same time bro we have them right here in our community they exist right here and let's normalize this like i think the biggest trick media sometimes does is saying hey there's the shiny thing over there this is Grass the thing you forget all the shiny <laughs> things that are right here in our neighborhood yeah. bro like our people like our country like our culture you get what I'm saying yeah. it's like so special and that's a colonial tactic that yeah. that like it's like the whole thing of like hey make people think that what you have is not worth anything everything out here is worth yeah. everything you get what I'm saying we gotta decolonize yeah. the mindset of Jose Rizal, bro like you yeah. get what I'm saying he lives on that energy
0: sure. you know like people sure. st- we still live in that era like well you got to have a safety net of course for sure well you got, for sure like i'd be stupid not to you know like acknowledge a safety net I, i'm pretty sure everybody would benefit from a safety net but you need to have a big house like you know a, a big family you need to be driving not just an SUV, uh, just a um, a sedan you need to be driving like a bigger suv you know like <sighs> that's what they've feeding us over here like consumers bro (laughs) that's that's a very um
1: bro i love that you touched on that because it's like that's the that's the trick that they get people with because it's like okay this is something that i've noticed like the difference like going from the U.S. to other countries and things like that, right? Sometimes the way media can paint the U.S. is like, oh, everything in the U.S. is so cool right. and like media and like powerful. Like, you know what i Like that's like the, the paint. Yeah, yeah, all that stuff. Now, here's the thing that they don't point out. It's all the negative effects of like – in some ways capitalism is cool because it creates opportunities in some ways. But at the same time, it isolates people because people begin to love objects more than people. Right. You get what I'm saying? So it's like, Hey, like that person might take something from you or this person and you guys are competing with each other, but it all serves the purpose, whoever just owns the whole, yeah, we're just, we're just you get what I'm saying, so like, <laughs> it's kind of like a hundred percent, Hey, you spend all your money on the cars right. and then the, the shiny stuff and things like that. like You have to keep working in this uh, system. Right. You get what I'm saying? So, so they're, they're actually teaching us to spend our money so that we can get stuck in these like golden handcuffs. Yeah. It's like the illusion of being free when they put you in another yeah. set of handcuffs of, of the economics, and you of can't it, right. So you it's can't like, imagine a life. Like that's where we yeah, free and our then mind. you can't
0: you can't imagine a life outside of it. Like, man, this is all I know. Like, you know, yes. I mean, this is the shit. Like, I don't want to go broke. I don't want to be I, I, a broke. Also,
1: <laughs> yeah. Now, now here's uh, yes, a hundred percent. And what I will also acknowledge too is that hey, like. There is a practicality yeah. of it. Like we also still need to have resources. We need to eat and all this stuff. Now it's the thing of like, Hey, like when is enough enough? And like, there's a saying in Sweden that, uh, it's a Swedish saying that I love. Um, and so here's, here's the whole story. Uh, in Sweden, the Swedish would kind of run into Americans and stuff. And they'd be like, you Americans, you Americans, you know, like kind of in a joking way, but kind of like, you know, so after a while, I was kind of like, oh, I've noticed they've, they would say that a few times to people from America. I was like, what do they mean by that? And they're like, yeah, like, you know, Americans are like people who are so tied into economics. They always want more, 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 more. And it's like, it's like, that's not like, what's the point of that? You know, it's like, they have a saying in Sweden. It's like, nothing more nothing less whatever like if you have enough enough that's perfect enough is perfect like that's the that's essentially the same and i find it so beautiful because out in sweden like the i'm generalizing right there's always exceptions and stuff but there's more of a sense of like just living life you get what i'm saying like it's like hey we're working but it's just one aspect of life. We're also living life and I'm not living to show off. I'm just living to just be comfortable. Hey, hey, I want to make sure my friends are comfortable and things like that. And it's like, that's cool. So like for me, that was such a a powerful thing. And like the the way I tell people now is like, hey, like throughout the day, maybe in the day I could eat three sandwiches a day, right? That's maybe my my body's intake. If I I could eat four, but I might get fat. So I'll try to just eat three, right? let's say I've been blessed where I have seven sandwiches today, right? So I eat my three sandwiches, I have four left over and I look over to my left and my right. And then maybe they they only ate two sandwiches, they could eat one more. And then I say, No, 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 no. Hey, just look at look at how many sandwiches I have guys like, like, man, I'm cool, right? Like, look at you Get what I'm saying? That's, that's the culture that they want people to uphold, right? And I make the arguments like who normalized that, you know, Like, I understand the fear of not having food tomorrow. Like, I understand that. So, I understand why people say, yes, the scarcity mindset. But I know that if I have a skill set where I can make another sandwich tomorrow because I put time into my skill set, I have unlimited sandwiches, bro. If I have four extra, I'm going to give them. You get what I'm saying? Because I'm the source of resources because I create it because I've spent time to develop skill sets. You get what I'm saying? So, we have to change exactly what you said. change from scarcity mindset to growth, abundance mindset of like, yeah, we have. And again, that's the same trick. They say, Hey, that thing is shiny, and you have nothing. That's the whole colonial trick, right? We all have the ability to produce, we all have the ability to grow, we all have the ability to create resources and things. So we all have unlimited potential, but we have to see that in ourselves first for this type of ecosystem to work. So yeah, this is a uh, this is my uh, underneath. I, I never thought I would right. talk about this so overtly in an interview, but like this has always been my covert tricks and my my uh, creative stuff that I'm aiming to communicate through my visuals, music, and sound all this stuff. So it's it's gonna be unfolding hopefully oh,
0: soon. And I so. I think we we've, we've talked off cam about this about the music and the sound. So hopefully those energies get channeled. Through the music, right? So, yeah. 100%. Wow, like we were supposed to talk about this a while ago and uh, I think this is probably the best segue to it. Uh, let's talk about the music though. So y- you right. have some butter coming out this February 17th. Um, collaborating with the likes of Cookies and who else is on this uh, track? Jay Wolf?
1: Oh, we got Heart we got Jay Wolf, the homie Jay Wolf, shout out to LA San Diego, Southern California. We got the amazing artist Heartbreaker with an A at the end. Um, Amazing louse artist who stays out in San Diego. Um, Super talented, we got foreign logic. He's uh, Atlanta and Denver. Um, And like, it's just a talented group of artists, you know, produced by uh, me and vanilla together, you know what I mean? And so we kind of like, um, just
0: want good vibes for the people, you know? So that's I'm, butter. Yeah. Uh, so butter is a seasonal song. We talked about this off cam again, like it's a seasonal song. What makes it so summer like? You, you know, guys plan okay, to release so. it on summer, or is it a spring song or is it a summer song or what?
1: So we're actually releasing it now in winter. Because oh, okay, like it here's is, the thing, it's right? Still, it is like, still
0: winter over there right i keep forgetting
1: it is it is still winter so like it'll start hitting spring and then hit summer but i'm releasing it now because i understand it's going to take time for the song to warm up a little bit like i've spent a lot of time behind the scenes but in terms of the pizza palace brand is completely new right so right now my job is to earn your trust my job is to let you like here's the thing it's like kind of like hey pizza palace like people are kind of taking a risk it's like They're taking a three minute risk to click on it and be like, ah, is it a good song or a bad song? Like, did I just waste three minutes of my time? So I know it's going to be slower for me. I'm here to earn people's trust to let you know, hey, like every single time you see something pizza palace related, the quality is going to be at least this. So it's going to take longer for me to hit that summer run, right? Where people are actually listening to it in the summer. So I'm releasing it now. You know, so as I release this track and a few others, when summer hits, you know, like, I, I think, you know, we have a few secret tracks with some big names yeah, okay. on the way. Is it, right? is it safe so, to, is it, you know, is it safe to drop some name? About about like, yet, is it right? safe
0: to drop it here though? Or
1: what? <laughs> you know, like, what do you think? Do you think, it's, I, it, it, I feel like it's more fun as a surprise, yeah. right? Cause they'll first they'll be like, Hey, how's he working with these people? How's he working yeah. with these people? How's you know what right. I'm saying? Like, I feel like that's a little bit more fun. Okay. Right. So we'll just, okay, okay, so we'll, cool. just we'll, 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 we'll just, because yeah. it makes. Yeah cuz the next time I do an interview with you then we can announce it okay, here cool. you know and then it'll, it'll be right. another yeah. you get what I'm we saying so okay fire so um but yeah so I understand that um it's a risk right now to try to listen to Pizza Palace cuz no one no uh, outside of like the people who know like the for the people who don't know um you know I, I need to earn right. your trust so um I'm releasing it now so so it can gain some momentum for the song
0: I mean they, you know what Gary V always says like you know the bigger the aspiration, the slower you need to go. So, slow's okay. One hundred percent. And we're not getting younger, 100%. man. Like, it, <laughs> we like slow,
1: bro. There's there's this uh, uh, there's this quote, right? They say if you're trying to chop down a tree, instead of just starting by chopping the tree, you should spend three days sharpening it and spend like two minutes cutting it down. Right. Right. So it's like. I'm not trying to sweat that much, you know? I'm trying to make sure that, like, we do all the sweating. We do all the training for the boxing match behind right. the scenes. So when we go out in the ring, like, now now it's kind of fun. Yeah. You get what I'm saying? So that's that's what we've been doing, bro. You know, we've been putting in a few reps here and there. For sure. You know? I
0: mean, I'm, I'm pretty sure, like, <laughs> Pizza Palace has already garnered its, like, reputation along along the scene, along the lines of the scene. But for folks who actually, like, Heard this for the first time, listening to this podcast. Like, I mean, there's like a eight bill, eight billion, like ten billion people now, uh, population in the world. In case they uh, manage to hop into the, I mean, drop into this podcast, listening. What's Pizza Palace and the the record the record label, and can you take us through like? The ups and downs, the struggles—just a brief backstory of Pizza Palace,
1: though. Yeah, hundred percent. So, so I'm
0: Pizza Palace.
1: Um, I'm like a, I'm a music producer that puts together great records, visuals, and just kind of stories for you to enjoy. And so, like, what Pizza Palace is—it's like a safe community, a safe space for you just to be yourself, bro. Like, um, also, when I say bro, like, just saying this moving forward—that's including everyone. Bro, is just slang for for yeah. everyone right? It's not gender specific It's we live in a non binary world too. So everyone's included, right? So it's like we, we create a safe space for people just to be themselves express themselves, you know, in healthy ways. And like, we, we that's what we're creating with pizza palace. And we want to make sure that we stories that are traditionally not able to be heard out in media, because media is telling false stories about them to like oppress communities and things like that. We're, we're here to help tell your story. So it's like if you have a story that you want to be told, that needs to be told, that that uh, the world needs to hear to make it a healthier place. Like this is this is the place to to tell those stories, and so that's that's my goal with Pizza Palace, and we're gonna do it through good music, good vi-
0: visuals, good taste, and good people. So that's Pizza Palace. That's Pizza Palace so. in a nutshell, <laughs> friends. And sounds like a lot of content though. Just, like a lot, a lot of content. It's a lot of content, bro. It's a lot
1: of work. So it's like, uh, um, so, okay. This is a good segue to, you know, answering the second part of your question, like the story, like how, how, how it got there and stuff. So, um, you know, so, so I originally had done music out in Atlanta, um, and our stuff started going like super viral. Um, the thing is, is that I was trying to tell a story about our community and, and, um, you know, our community, we had like a lot of um, I, th- I think I touched on it lightly, we we, we had a lot of uh, crews, a lot of crews with a lot of uh, energy and a lot of aggression, right? Yeah. That's like throughout the right. neighborhoods and stuff, right? Yeah. And so the thing is, is that that's what the surface people say. Right. But underneath it, all it's like, it's a community of people that don't, that came from broken homes, broken families, it's dangerous too, right? So people are looking for physical safety too. So it's like people would build these communities out of practicality to survive, to protect each other, to to give to each other, and that's what I really wanted to highlight. Like I wanted to highlight that energy. I wanted to say, "Hey, like individually we can be great, but together we can be legends." That's that's, so that's the original story I wanted to tell, right? Um, but we have to we have to strive for individual greatness first. But it doesn't stop there. Now we got to find other people to work together with. And that's, that's really what I saw our crews as, right? And like now this term is circulating because I use it in another interview, street fraternity, uh, right? But that thing has been going, like, <clears throat> it's so funny.
0: Everyone's like using that term now. Is it's, it, like, is it a safer term right? now? Like, because I understand like there are some words and some proper verbiage nowadays. Like, is the other word like offensive now? That's why you need to use the word street fraternity.
1: I just want to say that like, you know, people live certain lifestyles and it can be associated with certain things in terms of what people present it as and I don't want to get anyone in trouble. You get what I'm saying. So it's like, so like, as far as I'm concerned, like everything's imaginary, everything like I I, I don't know anything about this is all (laughs) what what I would, uh, what I think would happen in the movies and everything's a legend. So that's what I have to say about that. (laughs) You get what I'm saying. So um, (laughs) yeah, yeah. So So it's just like, uh, it's like fraternities you right. might see in schools, you know, they just happen to be on the streets. It's the same thing. So, having a good time. Uh, <laughs> having, having a good time. Absolutely. So uh, so, uh, so, so to answer your question, but, but the original meaning of what I was creating about that community thing got twisted because when people started seeing the content we we're putting out, they just saw like the, the tough guy persona. Right. And they just saw like, and then it kind of went left in terms of like, yeah, it's just the creative direction was off where it sent the wrong message out over time. And that's when I took a break because I was like, man, like, I realized, I'm putting out the message. wrong, like, my intention right. was good. But there was a there was a mismatch between my intention and the actual outcome. Right, right. And what I realized is that I have some unresolved trauma. That's still getting amplified into the world. Right. You get what but I'm it was saying necessary,
0: though. You said so yourself, <sighs> you get fucked. It, it, you can't up it,
1: it was necessary. I just wish it wasn't. I, I just wish my the impact through those actions wasn't so big. Because when an, anything goes through on media, it's right. amplified, right? Like, let's say me and you were having a private conversation, and we're just talking or whatever, right? Then you're going to share some ideas with me. I'm going to share some ideas with you. I'm going to leave the table like a different person because I received ideas from you and now that's going to influence the way I maneuver through life because you, you, you gave me a lens. You, you let me borrow your lens and now see the world in that way too, right? So I'm forever changed after that, right? So <clears throat> the thing is the only impact we have is between us two and and the people we right. interact with afterwards, right? But now when we put something on a public platform, maybe 50 people see it. You know, not let's not even think about a 1000 or 10,000 or a million, right? Let's talk about like if only 50 people see it. That's that's what is that? That's 25 times more right. than two. So our impacts way bigger, then that's what I see creative creative is scalable communication, right? So it's a scalable way of sharing ideas. And what I wish was that I should have, if I was to travel back in time and tell myself, hey, this is your intention and your goal to communicate this, hey, hey, start, you don't have to go straight to the big thing all the time, like uh work your material like a comedian does at the smaller clubs first like understand the impact of what it does and like all that stuff receive that feedback and like you get what i'm saying understand like the power of your i didn't understand the power of our words and our impact like i'm just a kid like just making music and like people just happen to like it so i didn't expect it to have such a big wave and honestly that was shocking and to to realize like oh shit like this actually really influences cultures and stuff. And that, oh, man, I, I feel like, wait, maybe it, I'm not pushing it in like a way that's healthy for because like, certain neighborhoods, they got a little bit more like aggressive. Right. And, you know, like, we thought that was the cool thing when, you know, hey, let's aggressively love each other. Aggression is not a bad thing, you know, but like, what kind of aggression? Yeah. you get you get what I'm saying? So, Um that's that's when I was like, let me take a time out. Let me and maybe that's where like a lot of the um the mental health stuff came into play because I was like, "I, I got some work to do. If if I deserve to be on this platform, um I I need to earn it first. And I need to prove that to myself and to my community first. Get the cosigns from my community. Before I put myself out there, because I I would never want to misrepresent something. And I'm go- I'm gonna make more mistakes, yep, so. right? I'm, I'm human, right? I'm never yeah. doing it perfectly, but at least I can do it um, more accurately, more consistently.
0: What a, before. and so, with, in, like, different. with with a bigger sense of direction too. Because now you had the experience. Because nobody teaches us these things, man. We all learn by the fly. Like, you wish some things happened especially in our community, yeah. bro.
1: A hundred percent. Our, like our leadership right now in our communities is focused so much on tangible assets, which is very important. I understand why we don't have this yet in our community because our fundamental thing is like, it's, it's what's the the hierarchy of needs. What's it called? Maslow's yeah, um, hierarchy of needs the or whatever. Physiological
0: stuff yeah. and self-actualization yeah. at the end.
1: Yeah, yeah, yeah. So it starts with food,
0: shelter, you know, whatever.
1: Art is, I don't know where you place
0: art (laughs) in that pyramid, probably at the last part.
1: It's, it's, it's on the upper, but I'll say where it's also very practical, right? We build resources for our community, right? And then after that, when, when we, we don't need to have like an excess of resources, but we have enough to survive, right? That's step one, right? Once we realize we have resources, the next step is to work together to transform these resources into one thing to like something else. So like if we mine coal, we work together to make maybe make like a a power plant, you know, and then the power plant, we have to work with someone else to make like a power grid, and we have to work together, right? In order for us to work together, we have that's where kind of art and communication comes into play. Art, interpersonal communication, it's the same skill set. It's an emotion. There's an emotional wavelength underneath all of that. And the deeper there is, the more we can collaborate our resources together, you know? And the thing is, is that our communities, like, we're like coming out of wars or all these kind of different things where we're just a generation or two separated from certain experiences, right? So it's like, Our leaders from the generation before us is like, yo, they don't need to carry a a care about art yet because hey, we got to get the resources first. Let's be real, you know. Our generation is like we're beginning. We don't have have, all the resources we need, but we're beginning. We have those
0: like aspects fulfilled, like you said, like we're going to the gym, like the physical part is needed, like. But where's the mental part? It's it's still missing. So, Mm -hmm. Um,
1: so some some people like um, like like you know you're, you're you're normalizing it, you know. I, I'm, I'm like one voice who's trying to help contribute to that conversation. And like, what I'm hoping is that more people will begin talking about it, because the better we can begin to work together um, by normalizing healthy communication, healthy listening, healthy, like, like, I see you, bro, like, you know, like normalizing yeah. that, you know, um, that that's, that's, I think, the next step. So in, in that sense, there's the practicality. Of, of the music in that sense. We, we, we can take it there. And and this is what I love about uh, uh, South Korea. I'll, I'll kind of share a little give, secret give, about South give, Korea. Give
0: South okay? Korea their flowers.
1: <laughs> okay. South Korea and how they use creative work. Uh, uh, hey, hey, let, let's talk with these people. Maybe I made the point earlier, hey, the uh, capitalism, right. whatever. And they're like, hey, I don't buy that point. This point is for you guys because this is how we can use Uh, uh, creative works to help your capitalism. Okay, if if that's the angle you want to use music as okay. So Korea, if you look at it, is sandwiched between a lot of superpowers, it's right next to China, very vulnerable to like, like ground North Korea and all that stuff, right. But then US has a big interest in Korea, too, because they want to have like a presence next to China and things like that. So Korea is getting squeezed. From like big global superpowers in terms of just like it could get squashed yeah. out to be honest just like the landmass and all that stuff you know but why does it continue to have such a strong strength mm-hmm. it's because of they've survived thousands of years through diplomatic relationships with other right. countries so they would have like relationships with china and countries around them and stuff like that because they're um they put a lot of emphasis in that historically So now what they do is with Korea, part of their economic growth is they understand that in order for us to to compete at a global level, we have to trade with other countries, right? right? But just like trading, there's a level of trust that has to be built. Because if I give a thousand pounds of gold to someone across the ocean in return for some uh, maybe like cinnamon or I don't know, I'm making things up, right? Like for cinnamon, Cattle. (laughs) cattle or something, I don't know, right? Whatever we're trading. What if the person is, like, not a stand-up person and, like, they just take the gold and they never give anything right. back, right? So there's a relational building aspect with other countries. So, or they're not even open to receiving gold from Korea because I don't trust these right. guys, you know? But what if they saw a K-pop video? What if they saw a K-drama and they're like, oh, man, oh, you guys are Korean? Oh, cool. Oh, you guys got gold? Hey, I'll, I'll work with you guys. Do you see? Do you see? It's like a... um it's a relationship building tool of helping share like some happy fun moments from your culture to another Using culture to help build that
0: right to communicate 100% on a massive, scale, this is in bridge, a massive scale like breaking down
1: barriers 100% 100% so just like how when i was a kid music was a tool to kind of make friends with my friends or just like if, if i if i was like a new kid and like you know we would connect hey who do you listen to oh man i listen to nas bro who do you oh shit i listen to
0: nas too yeah. oh Damn, that's talking point, cool,
1: you know, and then like people get Something along, right? Hundred percent. Yeah, was- countries are doing that too. So that's why I make the recommendation: like, if, if you're a company or a country that's looking to trade, hey, export your creative works too. Because what people don't know is K-pop is heavily tied to the uh, Korean government, you
0: know. Oh, so it's it's hand it's in hand. So. so. Yeah. So
1: interesting. That's uh, this uh, trading of. Uh, other I, I never, I never saw it that, that tool.
0: But I, d- I do understand how, cre- how creative is meant to communicate. And, you know, because you can only do so much yeah. with one voice. So when you package creative into visu- visuals 100%. and video and visuals and audio and design, great designs, carefully planned, great designs, packaged in a story... A story that's so powerful that's, you know, going to sweep people off their feet. And that's what a creative does and the potential of a creative. Oh, I just I'm just so curious, like, why haven't governments deployed creative though? Like used like taking full advantage of the creative.
1: I think some countries have like, for example, you
0: just mentioned Korea, um, right?
1: If you look at, yeah, Korea. So if you look at certain Hollywood movies, a lot of them are being funded by countries in the Middle East, right? right? So then they'll kind of start putting like agendas to kind of highlight tourism and stuff into their countries and be like, Hey, look at how beautiful our country is Come, you know, or they'll kind of share their culture. So you can actually see, like, uh, certain regional influences, specifically movies, right? Like, mainland China's investing more and more into movies. And so we're kind of seeing that kind of begin to surface, we're seeing more, uh, uh, like Chinese representation in like, quote, unquote, like, Hollywood movies, right. So um, that's kind of, like, it's there, I, I, I think that what, what's so special about Korea is that it was designed from the beginning, I mean, all, I, I feel like a lot of governments have that, you know what I mean? But then it's just kind of like, again, it's the order of priority of what they want to do. Some countries, they have all the resources that they need, right? So they don't need to trade as much. They're just like, hey, our policy is to be self-reliant and just use our own resources and whatever, right? And then other countries are going to be like, hey, like part of our uh, global strategy is to trade more and develop relationships. And so I think those countries tend to put more into media and stuff. They definitely put it into media, right? And it's like that that that's that's their communication you know
0: so wow
1: it's uh
0: it's a deep dive maybe maybe the
1: the huge uh uh, the huge upside could be backed by the uh the filipino i hope so
0: hey like i've been doing this for uh, two years like i have no expectations probably that's something that's been missing and we haven't like i have to be honest people have been asking me like hey bro like uh you you surely be earning big by now because you've been doing all this kind of stuff like no, this, this thing hasn't even been positioned to earn. It's just positioned to provide value, like to, 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 platf- to, uh, can, to, platform can, can I, yeah, you,
1: you know, there was a, um, there was an interesting interview I saw with Joe Rogan and, and this ties into what you're saying. And when Joe Rogan for, and, you know, as we know now, like he got like a 40 mil, I think it was $40 million, like hundred M deal or whatever. Okay, so a little yeah. bit more than 40. So. <laughs> more than double. All right, It's, it's yeah. not bad, you know? So uh, he uh, when he first did the podcast, it was just stuff that he enjoyed and stuff that he yeah. loved, you know? And people would always be like, hey, like, why, why are you doing that, man? Like, you have so many other things and blah, blah, blah. Like, why are you doing He's like, I just, just want to, like, hear stories right. and stuff. I just want to, like, you know, uh, create platforms and stuff. And like, for years, it just didn't really do anything, you know. But the thing is, is that the genuineness shines through. And over time, and the consistency shines through. It's like that homie, it's like, the weekend comes, and you're like, man, what should I do this weekend? And then the homie hits you up. And you're like, bro, he's been here for every single weekend. Whether I have time or I don't have time, he makes time to reach out. Damn, like, he's cool as hell. And then that's where the the depth yeah. builds you know so i almost see that as creative con- and again that's why like i said it's the same thing with the pizza palace right. stuff it's like honestly at this point like yeah there's like some like campaigns and stuff behind it and the thing is that like i know it's going to run like a decent amount of numbers but like if it even if it doesn't bro i'm happy like I, I still put stuff yeah. out I Yeah. got 100%. to do this. and so it's like
0: and i know where. Uh, i on. mean i i got to do this like hell, I don't even know anybody else doing this. Like, I mean, I'm in my own bubble, but I get to do this, right? Shit. that. Let's go. Shit yeah, makes you happy.
1: A hundred percent. Number one, and that's priceless. And then everything else is just the extra. And, and the consistency over time adds up, you know, what it I mean? compounds. and we keep and it gives us the feedback that we right. need. Yeah, too.
0: So. Well, I guess I guess it works. I don't know. I guess it works for Joe, because he's such a like. I mean, he's been in the media industry for so long, like Fear Factor, and um, he's he's a good comedian, a a commentator, a UFC commentator. I mean, you would see his face everywhere. Like, he's a a celebrity in his own right outside of podcasting. Mm -hmm. Well, in the podcast, he's a fucking beast. Well, he's he's probably the the goat (laughs) yeah but yeah in in my case and in and some of these folks who are like up and coming folks who want to have their own podcast because this is also a community you know stuff like what i appreciate about appreciate about what joe does is he gives back to the other podcasts like go on their shows like you know and be a guest on other shows like help promote other podcasts, like have guests on that have, that have podcasts. Like, so as for me, like I'm no celebrity. Like I come from nowhere. Hell, like I'm like a nine to five guy. I'm not even from the creative space. Like can't do music. Have, I have no music in me, but well, I love music, but I have no music, creative music in me. But I, um, what I, what I do know is that there's a community to be cultivated. And that's, where I fall along those lines I'm not I'm not a celebrity which is a lot of celebrities jumping in on podcasts too or I'm not an, I'm not a koi, koi who does like three other podcasts with these homies <laughs> like I'm not I'm not famous like them but what I like you do what you can in your locality with whatever's given uh, and and I'll let you in on something man I saw your podcast like this right here like Dude, this must cost a lot. That? Oh, the pure... Uh, yeah, you, yeah, you yeah. know the production cost that goes along that. Well, You know what's so so fulfilling about what I do? And I and I keep preaching this. And I think I'm going to do this forever. I basically started with zero. Like I haven't spent a single dime on this. I've been doing this for two years now. And we started off using a mobile phone. With no cameras. Yeah. Fire. And we just hit it off from there. I've been doing this for two years. Just diy myself to everything. Partnered, partner up with, I build a, a podcast community with, you know, a podcast community with other podcasts, like, you know, like trying to preach and be positive and all that stuff. So that, right. so just, they won't stop. And I, I kind of noticed, like, I understand why artists stop as well, because there is no support. So, the backbone of a huge upside is like, you know. So you just won't fall off; that like you just keep standing. Like whatever we can do, it's not that like the artists need us. Like fuck, the artists can do well by themselves. Like they don't fucking need me. Like to be honest, but the fact that like, hey, that guy, that guy's still there, still cheering us on. Like sounds a little, with creep, bit creepy and weird. Like like that guy is still around yeah, still still supporting us but you need somebody like that you know so you see you need somebody 100%. on your corner so i kind of saw that need to be filled in the my locality because there's again there's this outcry oh. like, yeah there's there's a there's a supply of artists but there's no supply of somebody or a platform that keeps them going. So uh, infrastructure yeah, and an output. That, that's where I think we fall under in, and you know we started out. We didn't really start out with music and art and all that stuff. We used to be like, I used to do this podcast with another dude. Um, I I love him to death. He's still he's so busy. He can, I'm not sure he can still make time <laughs> for this, but we used to do this for like health and fitness stuff, like crossfit stuff like yeah like you know our all our influences boils down into a podcast and it just so happens we love music so much and then it now predominantly became a podcast about supporting minorities and supporting people who don't have a platform like so i guess the local influencers won't feature you hell i'll take you something like that like We'll take you. I mean, and we can, this can be, and the thing with this is we can keep it very authentic. I know like, you know, you can, you spend to be on somebody's page, like an influencer's page, like influencer marketing, you know, give and take. But on our platform, we get to be authentic and genuine because this is is something like a friendship. Like I fuck with you, you know, like who else understands? who wants to sit down and understand what you're going through. So it's not just like basically music. It's the uh, locals, like the community, and now I, the artists. I love that, bro.
1: I love how you're so community-minded, bro. And like the fact that you really, um I don't know. We, we all have like, uh, like our time and our energy and like what we choose to invest it into, right? And the fact that you... You choose to put it out into the community to give that energy to people who need that, bro. You're that guy with like 15 sandwiches, and you choose to give that to like, like, you know.
0: Oh, I wish I had more, though. You know, (laughs) like 100 sandwiches. Uh, Bro, I feel the
1: same way. You know, but we try, we try what we can, right? And then that gives us motivation. If if my capability is like maybe my capability is to build only 10 sandwiches, right? I'm gonna work so the next year I have 12. You know, and then I'm gonna work so the next year I have. 14. And the next year, I'm going to try to build a sandwich. Uh, you know what I'm saying? Like,
0: we just, you know, just got to be like you, a little, you got, you like, got, it, it, there's a timeline. You got to you start your own pizza franchise. Oh,
1: I I've got a
0: few plans, but okay, I can't really let's uh, let's talk about it, that. No, no. Uh, <laughs> it's a great yeah. idea, though. You know, you heard it first uh, here. You know, franchise <laughs> where everything happens, you know, like, like where the artists hang out, where their podcasts. Been recording podcast podcast episodes at.
1: Yeah, we, we we got something uh in in development. Oh okay, you know, cool. So, so all right, that's all I can say. That's not <laughs> spoiler.
0: <laughs> hey, I, I I mean I hope you're having a good time, And You know this this it's a, what I appreciate about podcasts. Like you can absolutely be comfortable with a total stranger. Like, honestly. And I have to be honest, like, <laughs> yes. uh, there was no interaction between us before this, but, you know, just spending, like, two hours already with you off-cam and on recording this episode, like, gives you so much perspective and context of how humans should be. And I'm reminded, bro, like, I, I'm i very tactless in the way I speak. Like, I, I lose a lot of friends. I'm not really friends, but friends have really really criticized the way I communicate. And you know, this is like uh a big challenge for me to have to talk to somebody across the other side of the world who has you guys have a completely different culture where you have to be thoughtful in your with your words. I am not thoughtful. I'm so spontaneous. Like I, I just oh. I, I, I probably say like very like um offensive words here and there. But, you know, this is like practice for me, like having to do this, having to do this. Yeah,
1: yeah, yeah, yeah. yeah. I know what you mean. And like, I mean, like, I, I would also say that there's a lot of areas in my life where I feel like I'm I'm, I'm still learning how to verbalize better, communicate better. And I feel like as long as we give ourselves the patience to learn and the kindness and space to learn, that's going to give us the ability to get there. It's, it's like I say the same thing for anyone who's working on music, it's like, Ninety percent of the time, when we're working on music, it doesn't sound good, bro. Like what people hear, like you know, it's like oh, I got to figure out this chord progression. Ah, this isn't it. Oh, I got to figure out this rhythm. Ah, this, it just doesn't matter? Then if I keep telling myself, bro, you suck, yeah. you suck, you suck, I'm not, I'm not gonna have the ability to finish the song because at the end, I'm gonna be depressed. Right. You get what I'm saying? And then the next time I don't want to make a song, because I'm like, man, I was depressed last time I made this song. I don't like the feeling I give myself when I make this song. So I never go through the journey completely. But if I'm working on the music, and I'm like, hey, man, it doesn't sound that good. But at least I learned this. Oh, it doesn't sound. Oh, shoot. Oh, okay. This doesn't fit. But this does. And, and I'm just just having fun with it, giggling, like it doesn't have to be serious, right? then by the end, like two hours passes, I had a lot of fun. And I have a cool song, you get what I'm saying? And it's the same thing about our communication or any goal that we have, right? The the journey is the process, or the process is the goal, right? So it's like, um, like, I I always like I I talk with some MMA fighters, and I'm like, bro, how do you get so good at MMA and stuff? Right? And like, what's what's your thing? And they're like, hey, bro, like, I don't really think about the championships or whatever, right? That stuff is just gonna come I care about love the technique on how I kick the bag loving the process loving the timing loving this everything else you know so it's like hey like i'm i'm gonna 90 percent of the time not be good but let me be kind to myself you know yeah. and and then we get there
0: you yeah. know and like so that self-talk you know self-talk. Yeah. so we that self-talk but yeah, yeah, i have just keep yeah, reminding yeah. so also
1: thank you for sharing that I, I think it's very cool to hear your journey in that yeah. you know what i mean because this is almost like a moment in time where we document this yeah. and then like you know, like a few months down, and you'll be like, "Man, like I remember we talked in about this." In case in case this, like, in man, case this leave- blows up,
0: and, you know, like we got to clip that. There you go. <laughs> <laughs> I'm, I'm, I'm about that game. Like you know, right. I want to be historically correct, and if I'm wrong, then I live by my and I then I live and die by my own sword. But uh, I, my game is like this since I don't have like the production, the the manpower. This is so DIY. This is a one-man wrecking crew. My whole game is about repurposing stuff. So this podcast, this long form content, I can repurpose this in so many ways. Like I you know, I just 100%. salivate by the fact that once this done, then my creative juices flows. Like I'm just gonna listen to that podcast episode, then think about like how this can go on TikTok and YouTube shorts and Facebook reels and yeah. on IG or I'm just excited about those things you know like man this is so much fun what what got you oh yeah, so sure I'm, go oh, for, go oh, for it yeah. interrupted. what got you
1: um interested in like the editing process? like what got you uh that initial spark where you're like hey like Uh, the stories through like these podcasts and things like that, is there like a certain moment where you're like, oh, I want to put time into it. I want to put time into this. Like that original spark.
0: You know what? It's moments like these I've been preparing for all my life because nobody asks me the questions and I just basically converse with guests. But you know what? These questions can either make or break me. But What got me into this? Like somewhere around 2015 or 2016 i used to work overseas in the middle east and you know there's not so much to do as a as a overseas worker i just go clock in and clock out and then all my all you're left with is a mobile device and i kind of had like a bit of passion with Wong Kar Wai films back then and Chinese aesthetic like Hong Kong aesthetic, the way that feels uh, the, the street vibe, and then a lot of anime dystopian kind of stuff, like Akira. I don't know if you've seen Akira or some studio, yeah, studio, yeah. studio Big Ghibli fan. and all those animes. And you yes. know, spark some creativity in me. And I had a phone and I had like this like free editing tool where i just i also plus i miss my wife back then my girlfriend like i had this footage of us i just edit keep editing and don't know this like content boom in social media like everybody just curated and made vlogs out of travel vlogs so like you know i'm not technically sound with editing and i just had a phone and i just started chipping away with whatever i had footage and you know it The process was exciting like i spent hours and even like into the wee wee hours in the morning just cutting editing and even experiment experimenting stop motion using a phone stop motion stuff oh wow it it was wild like i i got hooked into that stuff and then you know i kind of felt like i was i was at the wrong time i wish i wish i I did all those things. I mean, I wish this reels right now happened back then, so I could like I could had a better. You know, I, w- I think I was too early for it, and plus I had I work a nine to five job, so all this art stuff and editing and through video is like kind of pointless. I just use it, you know, just to communicate like passion for my then girlfriend or for s- stuff I did in the UAE. And then it died because yeah. I was I was working, and then twenty twenty came, and I I uh, you know it's a twenty twenty passion, and then the the podcast came about and started out as like just to cope with mentally stuff, uh, listen to a lot. But I was laid, I wasn't laid out. I mean laid out, how Did I say it right? Laid off from work, but I resigned from work because it was not it wasn't good anymore. <laughs> so. I resigned and there was like, Mm -hmm. pay was hard to come by. I had to like do a lot of freelance stuff, working odd jobs and all that. And then I just started to listen to podcasts and then this thing is cool. And I kind of always thought like, Hey bro, like from where I'm at and I, I may be like talking, so being so proud of myself, but being able to communicate like this is probably a rare commodity because. I am we 100%. me and cookies speak the same dialect. We're be, we're we're from the dirty south. mean that now, Messiah. Let's, let's go. Let them know, bro. Let let it be yeah. known, bro. <laughs> so to be able to speak at this space is honestly, I think it's a gift. And if I don't make use of that, like I just let it go to waste. Plus, I'm doing it anyway. Like I'm communicating the use of this the american english to clients all over uae like, why not yeah. why not I do my own shit and do it in a podcast 100% plus i love these other things so 100%. it's funnel it to a podcast and then uh, the rabbit hole of youtube upside. now we've <laughs> i'm here talking to you <laughs> let's, let's go. go wow that's an amazing
1: story yeah. bro thank you so much for sharing that story cuz it's very special Thanks. like and, and it's so cool to see the trace, the um, trace, the history of it and the evolution. One one thing that kind of sticks out to me is that um, you mentioned the stop motion and the editing in the beginning. And and when you were talking about that, I felt like um, I could feel a
0: lot of joy as you yeah, were talking sure. about enjoy that, that, that kind of time. It's uh, p- people find so, that painful, you know, like editing stop motion shit. I love that stuff, you know.
1: So, so so question if you had the time now would you would you find joy in it still
0: oh for sure 100 um i i'm gonna edit videos the rest of my life anyway because i'm just gonna produce content
1: yeah that's special man that I, I think that that's super cool and like i i think that i don't know putting it out there and i say this as like a a a producer uh, myself is so, sometimes like with the content things, some of the most special things is what brings joy into yeah. our lives, when we just share it, you know, and what if there was a huge upside intro or outro that was stop motion, bro, that that was made, like, it may take like a little bit of time to make, but you just kind of chip away at it a little bit, yeah. you know, and the long like, game. and it's so authentic to you, bro, like, because that's your story, yeah. you know, like, again, we're talking about the rarity of like uniqueness, yeah. right? and because it comes from your story there's a there's a realness underneath it that um i think could translate
0: yeah, and that's what so, i try I to know. communicate to like these artists um local artists here in the locality of my city like i hope i don't sound preachy in the way i communicate as well but i'm pretty sure they get it because i know words can only do so much but actions and content and creative will do it at scale and they see they appreciate i i'm gonna claim it i think they appreciate it because i don't think they'll be hitting me up every time and anytime they want to like hey can you show up can you pull up hey can you i mean yeah for sure like it's what i like to do i mean let's go yeah and you know the yeah. the content making of it because I think now to be an artist is you have to be like well rounded as a creative. I know a local artist here. She's the she's probably like probably the complete package. She's she does film, she sings, she dances, and I mean, what more can you need from an artist? Like the the whole package. <laughs> yeah. Like Russ did it. He's a Prolific content creators on TikTok. Like you had your run-ins with Russ, right? You yeah. know his backstory. Russ R-U-S-S. Yeah. Oh, I've yeah, worked with yeah. him. Yeah, but yeah. You know he blew yeah. up in, in social media, right?
1: Yeah, 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 for sure. He's he's from the uh he's not exactly from my neighborhood, but he's like over, so we had the same booking agent and everything, like when yeah. I was in Atlanta. Yeah. I mean, if so.
0: if if I could communicate to the local scene here what Russ was able to accomplish you know what I mean like is it's just easy like yeah. do your do your thing you're talented yes but also do this other side which is I think important for your portfolio as an artist if you can't do mm. it then let somebody else do it for you in that sense like yeah, uh, if, yeah. if you don't have the budget to do it pull up a friend a cousin or like make this a an agreement between you and him. Like, yeah, if you blow up, let's let's split it 50-50 or 20-80, like, however. But just Man. make sure you have a consistent presence, especially with the content. Because I, I kind of noticed this. And please don't be offended. I know, like, you've been in this industry long enough. And sometimes what holds us back is like, we want things to be perfect. You know? And then and what holds us back is, like, we're not ready. We want things to be perfect. We want things to be... Where, in fact, you can actually just start now. You know, like... Yeah, 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 yeah. That's what I want to communicate yeah. to these kids. Like, the local scene. In a, in yeah. a not-so-preachy way. That I think...
1: Yeah, I, I resonate with that because there's so many kids who are just kind of working on music and they feel like they, they lack the resources and they lack things. I mean, here, here's the thing, right? Like, Nick, I forget which song it was, but one of the first songs that Nick recorded as a hit, it was, you know, a lot of people say, man, I don't have the right microphone or whatever. It was recorded on a gaming headset, oh bro. God. Like, he didn't exactly. have a microphone. You get what I'm saying? He just, you know, and just rapping. in. I think it was like, uh, edited on cool edit or something like you know what I'm saying, not even like one of like the, the the like official like DAWs or you know what I'm saying. So like, make use of the resources out there. And like, the skill set is what is going to just go out there and like believe in yourself first, because it's like, why should another person believe in you if you don't even believe in yourself? first? You know what I mean? So it's almost like, trust the process. I'll share my process. I'm not saying like, I I know it all, but like, I'll, I'll, okay. So, so my whole thing is when I first made music, it was not that good, bro. Like I would, I would kind of create stuff and then, and then I would share it with people and then they'd be like, ah, like, ah, that's cool, bro. Like, that's the kind of response, you know? So that's when I was like, okay, cool, cool. You know, and then just kind of keep working, keep working. And then eventually it was just kind of like, oh, like, oh, this is decent, bro. Like, oh, this is cool. You know, like, that. the tone changed a little bit. It's like, okay, cool. But I'm not getting the response I want, like, oh, my gosh, you know, like, that sort of thing, right. So then I'm like, Okay, cool.
0: Huh?
1: Let, let me kind of figure out what what's missing and whatever, right. The next round, I kind of share stuff. And like, they're like, Whoa, hey, you made this? And I was like, Oh, yeah, yeah. Like, oh, yeah, I made it. I was, I was like, Oh, that's good. You know, but it's not like the ah, you know, like that kind of emotion yet. right? But it was close. then close close then then i'm like oh i I see the progress it's like you know it's like if you're in the gym you 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 evaluate in the mirror or you kind of weigh yourself and like how much you're lifting all this stuff right i'm like i'm pushing a little bit more reps now right so I'm like but i'm trying to be like elite tier that's my goal so then so then afterwards i start playing beats and they'd be like bro when are you releasing this like when is this coming you know that's like one or two of those and then five or ten and things like that so so like for me, like that honest feedback is very important. And then once I hit that, then I know I'm bringing something valuable to the table. You know, it's like I, I know I'm bringing something that that resonates and is honest because my mistake as a music artist early on is I would try to strong arm people into liking right. my music. Like I would puff my chest out and be like, hey, these are all the things that I've done I and things this. like that. And then, of course, they're going to have to say, Oh, 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 I like it, bro. Like, you know, because it's like. <laughs> Like, I'm, I'm kind of like, throwing all the accolades as much yeah. as possible. But that's not a true, I'm not getting an honest right. response. And that's hurting my growth as a creative person, you know, versus I have to earn people's permission to like it, I could never force anyone to genuinely like something, I just have to put it out there. And just like, it has to really resonate. And I have to receive it, like I have to earn it, right. you know, but I have to do that without any accolades, you know, so in my creative spaces, I just share stuff. Um, I also think about people whose audience that I, I want right. to reach out to. Right. So I'm also, cause everyone's taste is different. And then, so, so then from there, once I hit that, I was like, oh, okay, this adds value. And I just put it out there. And then, um, maybe, maybe I don't need a marketing. I don't have a marketing team. I don't have distribution. I don't have whatever. Right. But it's out there and people are now associating me with being a musician right. that is at a decent level. Guess what's going to happen. People are going to gravitate towards that. People are going to start being like, Oh, Hey, you're that guy who, Oh, I like it, man. Hey, if you ever do a song, Hey, um, hit me up, bro. You know, like those kind of things start happening. It's a process, you know? And then over time, Hey, Hey bro, you need marketing. I I got the homie who does this. He's been looking for a talented guy like you. Oh, bro. You need a stylist, man. I saw what you did with the uh, choreography over here. That was really dope. I know it only got like 10 views, but bro, he thinks your stuff is dope. Let's do something, you know? And so it's like, it's like constantly just sharing, like, who cares right. about the big crowds and stuff like we like that, that comes that comes like, but like, if that's your goal, just to be in front of like 50,000 people, bro, just come hang out with me, we'll go on, there. we will stand <laughs> yeah. in front of there. But like, that's not sustainable, right. like, create something good, right? Like, um, the, the, the crowds will come. And, and I say this also for anyone who's performing make individual connections with people look at people in the eye be like, Hey, how y'all doing? Y'all doing good over here? Let them know the crowd is included. Let them let them know that the Yeah, I'm a performer on stage. But y'all are creating the energy together. Hey, we're making this come together. Hey, left side, how y'all doing the right side? How y'all doing in the middle? How y'all doing too, bro, make some noise, we got to make this place sound good for everyone. You get what I'm saying? It's a collective effort. You get what I'm saying. So it's like, you have to practice this with four or five people around you before you do this with the the thing. Practice that energy, you know. If you can do that genuinely with one or two people, that's the most important. Our goal is to connect with one person, you know. So, um, so going off what you're saying, it's like all these artists have these tools already. Just sharpen your sword, you know.
0: And so, hang, and ha- we, we have and find tool. a find a buddy, right? Like somebody who's like gonna like, be in a bubble with someone. Like, I mean. At the same time be accountable for probably some some things that you may we might think that you're weak at, but be in a bubble with someone who's aspiring is as the same, like, you know. I wanna be the best, like you yeah. know, just hang yeah. out with Nick Makino or like hit up with Nick Makino every <laughs> time or cookies. And you you, you know you know what <laughs> this bake shop thing is doing and got a A lot of talented artists like just waiting to blow up you know yeah
1: yeah i think i think with um that feedback that part that you said is super key and and sometimes that takes a little bit of time sometimes that feedback group is online sometimes that that group is around you you know and it's going to take some time to search and find that sometimes it takes a little bit of time you know i mean i had to go through that process too right like there's going to be a long period of time where it's going to feel lonely.
0: It uh, is lonely. In this I, most time... of the time it's lonely. Yeah. <laughs> right. <laughs> uh, finally, yeah. somebody said it. Yeah. It is. It is a lonely uh, space. Yeah. I mean, I think, I think for yeah. anyone just trying to make it, like it's a one-player game, I guess. Like you know, um, yeah. people.
1: I have a question. So, like, when when you work on like uh, your stuff you know there's gonna be times when you feel like hey it's me plugging in and i'm figuring it out and and you know there's gonna be moments where we don't get the response that we're looking for but like we still need to kind of keep pushing all the time what do you plug into mentally to keep pushing i mean you? all
0: i get that all the time because you know like as much as we want to be doing this forever and like it makes you happy but at the same time you gotta you have to be like self-aware like Shit, what am I saying? Or like, is this even resonating with the people? <laughs> like, who the fuck's listening to me? I don't even know these people. Or like, are they are they exactly having a good time? Like, you know, yeah, you you kind of want to step back and like, shit, like, how do I get better at this? So, I mean, like, one, I always need that accountability partner, like. I can't get high in my own supply always like you you praising me earlier I appreciate mm-hmm. that I get flattered. I mean people coming to the show they want to thank me of course man I want to have you on but I always kind of have want to have that someone who like shits on me. I need that, you know, that the yeah, the yin to my yang. Mm-hmm. You know that that kind of paradox just to remind me like you ain't good. So you got to do more like, you know like and you like you like having that energy to Yeah. I think it's important because um, it's practical that way. So I don't get caught up with whatever comes in this journey. So I mean, it also reminds don't me that that there's family too, like that dynamic, which is like probably like the priority. And the rest of these things, like where I'm doing creatively, it's not like I'm Elon Musk or Kanye West. It's like trying to push for something that's bigger. But I wish it, it, what I'm doing is bigger. But, you know, but again, I always keep reminding myself. And plus, I listen to a lot of podcasts, you know, just to give me that energy, that refocus, that restart. Mm-hmm. I listen to a lot of podcasts. I'm a like big pothead and I'm always on the move. Like wherever I go, like I kind of feel down. I- I'm let down by the last thing I did. So while I get some inspiration, like I want to listen to my favorite thought leaders you know, yeah i probably could say this next time or oh yeah like he he made some sense so you know podcast has been my escapism you know to like refresh wow. and like get back, hop hop back on that creative process again like, yeah i can do this bro that's fire because
1: the, the, when, when i'm hearing you talk about the podcast and stuff it reminds me of how i feel with my relationship with music in a lot of ways, you know, like how I recenter myself and like, huh, that's cool, right. bro. Like, um, you also, uh, kind of reminded me of something in terms of like, you mentioned like, Hey, getting the feedback and things like that and positioning. Um, are you familiar with the term? Like ik- yeah. guy" by any chance? Yeah.
0: yeah that's a struggle so like, for me though. Uh-huh. <laughs> it's uh-huh. really a struggle for me. Cause there's like, like, again, like most of what I do, is has hasn't been positioned yet to like generate like income or money so most of what i do is just like provide providing the value providing the avenue for people so again i have the i got the purpose down like makes me happy and then one is providing like other people platforms so that makes them happy
1: Actually, for anyone listening who doesn't know what ikigai is, maybe could you break it down? You know, oh,
0: like I don't know. even know what this is. Like ikigai, just I just remember though that it has four aspects. For anyone who's watching, well, thank God for Google, I have it here. here. I so, so ikigai is up. your life's purpose, though. So, um, Man, this is it's cool. a Japanese concept that means your reason for being. Iki in Japanese means life, and guy describes value or worth, and it just has four four parts. Like there's four parts of it. What you're good at, what you love what you love and what the world needs and what you can be paid for. So that's easy guy. It's like a Venn diagram yeah. almost. Yeah. Yeah, so I, like- I kind of feel like every time I refer to that, there's always a void in it for me. Because it's not positioned to, the what I do the platform is not positioned to generate but I think it doesn't always come in the form of like monetary value because I'm a strong firm believer of there's so many types of currencies in this world and money is just a construct Mm -hmm. of value, right? Like they just made it to invent it exactly, it's just like a trust thing kind of thing, like I trust that this dollar means something to you right i mean but i think like people back then before they used money they traded value right and i think what happened back then people traded each other's time with with their word and i kind of feel the sense that what's generating with the platform right now is the people who are coming in so uh, there's an ROI because now I have Pizza Palace in the episode. It's a ROI because you said there was like, you heard about good stuff about this platform. And, and not just that, like the folks who like wanted to be on here. And I honestly feel guilty that I, I can't accommodate everyone. Like I wish it was a bigger media company so that like we have other shows here that are like, yeah, accommodate that guy, you know, so we can scale. Yeah. But yeah, yeah, I just wish we could um, accommodate everyone. But that's the Ikigai for me. I guess it's, I guess it's, I guess it does have the Ikigai, right? Ikigai now. Yeah. Yeah. yeah, yeah. You, what, what, like why were you reminded in. of that? Like, what? what came to
1: mind? Because you were just kind of mentioning, hey, like I'm refining the process and, and it, it just felt like the whole process of going from the edge of the Venn diagram into the center. Right. So you're kind of like, hey, I have this already, but I don't have this circle yet. And I'm going to like add right. that in. And like, it just felt very much like that process. So that's why I was like, "Ah, oh, I feel like you might be, you know, and then you, you, you are. Have you end, read the book you know? though? So, <laughs> have you read the, the- book? I, I haven't. I haven't read the book. So literally, all I do is like, I, I every single day I wake up and and this is a oh
0: cool, day.
1: and and I, and I ask myself where where am I like where am I on this right. circle today with this project? Does it hit every single thing? And if it's missing it, I figure out hey, what do I need to add right. into it, or what do I need to do? But what skill set do I not have that so I need to get yeah. there? You know, and, right? And that's
0: but you. You're that's into weird. this like uh, color wheels and design and stuff like more visual like do you need those visual reminders every day like
1: i'm a i'm a big believer in um communicating things through visuals right. and stuff so i like to see how people will organize things right. right and then once i find that it adds value to my life i'll surround myself right. with it because i'm a big believer in that we receive the energy of the things right. around us right so the thing is, is like, um, when I was younger, it was just like, a lot of, <laughs> there was a lot of BS around me, bro. There's just like so much like craziness happening. So I had to fight just to have a space to create right. music, right? So like, if this is zero, I'm always at negative 14. And I have to fight every time <laughs> just to get climb to out of it to just to like, you yeah. get what I'm saying? And then so by that time, I'm exhausted, right? right? So I want to be in a space where I step in. And if I'm at zero, Energy the room gives me puts me at level like seven, and then after that then I can try to start from level seven to get to level fourteen. So that's why I have all these things around me. Like people always talk about how Instagram can be very tiring and toxic. Like literally, I anything I don't want to see, like I just kind of uh, pause, and it's just only like motivational stuff. And you have that, and we have that option,
0: right? Like you can always curate the environment you want. Like if you don't want any of this negative stuff, like you can always choose to have an algorithm that speaks to your liking, you know,
1: hundred yeah. percent. We are the, en- I, we're the energy that we receive. It's going to eventually kind of come out in a certain way. You know what I mean? So it's like, we, we curate if, if, if my, my job is to honor the promises I was making earlier in the podcast, I you know, I shared my goals in terms of what I want to communicate out and stuff. Right. That's my that's my promise. So if I want to make good on that promise, I need to make sure that I'm feeding myself the right food, right? Energy, right? The right energy to to put that out there, because um, you know, like we're 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 energy machines. We transform it. You know, you
0: you put gas into a car and it turns into the wheels. You put yeah, you know, ideas. Little do we know know that it's music. We're just pockets of energy here and there, like you know. 100%. Hundred percent, percent. A bigger, a bigger, like symbiotic being of energy working together, like passing energy back and forth through communication, yeah. non-verbal or verbal, through visual or audio. Enough yeah. to probably yeah. like light up the entire solar system, I guess. Well, is there are like seven billion human beings in this world. Like, <laughs> imagine that, bro. Oh
1: you ever think man there's like so many people in the world sometimes it's like like it's super it's super tricky right. just to think like yeah like have, have you ever um okay i have a question yeah. for you have you ever uh gone into a different area a different neighborhood and then because of the podcast i'll be like hey man it's you like do you ever like have those experiences yeah. like, like i'm it's like, right a hundred percent right and through that, they share maybe, like, something in their neighborhood or things like that, that maybe, like, never got a chance to experience. But because of this thing, you get to see a glimpse of a world that maybe otherwise wouldn't have been available. Yeah, I have. You know?
0: And, you know, that's why I feel guilty that, you know, I wish I could accommodate them. You know, I'm just one guy. <laughs> That that's that's the I'm missing really aspect that. of this note. I am fully self aware that I need because I'm not good with the other stuff. So I have to have somebody like have to arrange that for me. And that's why my whole deal is like I have to make this a community now so that I can channel these other missing parts into that. And then just mm. be the just be a positive force. Don't me don't be a douche. Provide <laughs> provide as much positive energy whatever platform and there's this one other platform here who like also does the same thing I do but on a bigger grander scale just saw the potential that what you job site was and then we started off doing this like the recent contents you'd find on our IG is um, this project that we have it's called Sam Talks so like we just feature on like the local scene again like artists filmmakers and people along those lines creatives and this is just no, this is the fruits of what you chopside was about like you know it had another branch you know we, we provided Fire. another podcast for a platform who I saw like they should have a podcast and I'm mm. gonna show them how. and this is how you do it mm. but I wish though that there, what my dilemma is like I keep having this I mean this imposter syndrome like I don't want to host this stuff anymore. Like, I just want to do stuff like behind the scenes, like operating and all that. But and just be a guest every now and then, you know. You know how that feels. Like, I just wish somebody with guests. Oh. Like, Let's get that guy on the show. Yeah. But that means if nobody wants me on, that means I haven't done enough. And if oh. if that happens, I'm gonna. It, it sounds very vain and narcissistic, but I. I want to communicate at a bigger scale what I be, the things I believe in like uh, supporting the local scene doing stuff like DIY like still do stuff DIY despite like your ability to you have to you have the cash flow but still keep it DIY and you know all that stuff 100% I want to have that on a bigger grander scale that's why i worked so hard to put this content out that one one day like i hope one day it lands on somebody's ears and you know they resonate with it and hopefully i get featured on some other shows so i can get to communicate and scale the message of these local communities much bigger if i could help them that way
1: okay i have a question then so so from what I'm hearing, local community is very important for you creating that platform and that sort of thing, right? If you were almost to say, if there's a tone or a message or a voice for for your community that you'd like to kind of put out there, you know, like, what what, it, what is that uh, message for you? you know? And what are, what are you kind of hearing in your community that you think the world needs to hear? Because you, you're in a very unique space where like, you've heard so many voices in yes. your community. So you're almost like a you're receiving all the different energies, you know, so you kind of see the
0: trends. Yeah. I'm glad you pointed that out because I'm receiving so much. And this probably in this form of podcast or platform, I can get to regurgitate that information. You know, like I just process that stuff and synthesize it and then just vomit it out here. Like, but if there was a, you're the voice of the people. I hope so. I mean, like I have to aspire, like somebody asked me like why you're, You just arrived back in the Philippines and you're doing all this stuff now. Like what what makes you do it? I keep telling them like I wanna be the GOAT of this in our local community. I have to deploy that mindset because I'm not just competing with podcasters. Podcasters are my freaking allies, you know? Like they're my friends, they're my community. I'm competing with other creatives in other types of forms of media, like influencers or vloggers. Right? So, like, I'm competing oh, no. this space against okay. them. If, like, if I was Coca-Cola, like, Pepsi is not my main concern. My main concern is, like, how do I provide more happiness to the people, right? So, my, my competitors are not beverages. So, going back to your question, if there was one word, I mean, if, if it could be packaged in one word, just be yourself. That's it. I mm-hmm. want to go back to that because, you know, we sometimes like we get to, we don't follow through with what we want or what we can do or what we're able to do because it's what we do or it's not practically accepted where we are. So especially what I do is something is, which is very radical. It's very new. It's a very open platform and nobody does that here. When, when they do it though, it's, it's very I believe it's very transactional there's some money involved um. you know and they talk about there's stuff they can't talk about. I want to be the we want this to be the platform where people get to talk about stuff that aren't welcomed elsewhere and if if being themselves isn't welcome elsewhere, that's the platform that's huge upside and what we would like to instill to people is bro be you. You no, know, that's it fire okay okay quick follow up so, question because i'm just no, curious you know what? I, li- so, I like, like this because this fire. could be another episode of you talking to me that like, you could be the guy interviewing me like, yeah. i love these types of scenarios because I, I don't get that uh, okay, i don't get fire, this a yeah. lot well, bro. I, I need this bro
1: also like you know i i feel like this is such a like cool opportunity to get a glimpse of your world and also share that and make that more known too oh, so i think this is very cool um you you mentioned that like there's certain things that like people can't talk about on other platforms where they can specifically right. talk about on yours. Are there any like specific examples? Oh, for sure, just,
0: like you know. gender, all that stuff. The gender movement, LGBTQ. Uh, I believe that space has already carved carved. It's has already set foot here, but I think there's still a lot still a lot of discrimination going on and Uh, and also the folks who are in these spaces the the LGBTQ there needs to be a bridge between them and the generations that shit on them I feel like that's my responsibility uh, to provide context for both sides you know like hey I get you you feel this way but let's not forget that those guys, the old heads or your parents, they lived in this context and that's how they were raised. So we always have to be the bigger person. Mm-hmm. That and also plus the artists. I always feel that artists like are underrated and they don't get appreciated. Like, you know.
1: <laughs>
0: I guess that. Yeah. I guess those things.
1: Yeah. Yeah. You're. You know, you know, I, I hear you on both things because it's like, a, it's like, a. okay, um, I'm like processing what you're saying. So like, I feel like um, this is also another kind of cool place that you've, you're in because of the unique position that you've been placed in you are almost like a crossroads for so many different communities and stories. Oh right? man, you could
0: have you, you, you you yeah. said it any better. That's, that's it. Like this is the crossover of everything. Everything's overlapping, you know?
1: Right, and, and with a lot of these communities, maybe historically or traditionally, this community is over here, this community is over here, and like they don't interact yeah. with each other. So it can create some like tension between different communities. And because you're interacting with both, you're in this rare position where you could actually say, hey, these things you guys are talking about, these things you guys are talking about, hey, like, I'm not saying you guys have to be best friends, but like, hey, like, here's some ideas from the other side that, hey, did you think about this? Hey, here's some ideas from the other side. Did you ever think about this? And then then once they think about a little bit, maybe there's an opportunity for, for one person from one community to talk to another person. And like, you know what I'm saying? Build some understanding. Is it, you know, like, I don't know just from what I'm hearing you have such an amazing position to to begin to explore ideas between different communities even within this local community you know what
0: you know you couldn't have coined it better like it's the crossroads of everything it's like everything's overlapping cuz I always thought like I was like a product of a lot of influences like I I am a product of mainstream but I'm also I'm, I'm very passionate about the underground. Like, I'm a boomer, but I love youth energy and Gen Zs and Gen Alphas. I'm 35, but I think, like, I'm 17 or 15. You know what? And I, I'm, i like, I'm stocky. And I'm, I'm not built athletic, but I know I'm good at sports. Like, I can bully my way to a basketball court. You know, I, I, I'm so many different things, you know, like – like, what a human being should be. And the fact that we get to box human beings to, like, a label. Is, no, like, we can be both. We can be everything. Like, who's stopping us from being something, right? Like, I, like I would... If, if if there was, like, if I was had a purpose aside from this platform, like, of course, aside from the family, of course, they're the part. But if I I've had another purpose, like, if I was if they would choose me as to be the ambassador of that, like I would gladly take it. Like I'm weird in a way. I'm very weird. Like I grew up awkward my whole life and then finally got accepted by a group of friends who never like was always into what was cool and all that. But I got finally got accepted because I worked for it. I worked hard for it. I, I, I wanted their validation. But in the end, that wasn't what, what was really making me happy. But I through that mm-hmm. I learned how to understand like different communities but not to say like I'm an expert already like there's so many there's so many mm-hmm. ways we can learn mm-hmm. like I'm, I there's so many things I can learn from this world and one thing for sure is we're all unique and different and huge upside is also that platform where all things collide we had this we had this saying
1: we had this mm-hmm. thing saying
0: That's- in the intro in the podcast before we changed it already but should bring it back on where it's a space where all things collide, like you know, like because life is like that. dynamic and unique, like that, right? It's not. I really like that. It's not really like one dimensional There's so many yeah. angles to a different. I mean, to a human being, right? you can look at him that way, 100%. and if you choose to look at him bad, then you'll all you will see is bad, and if you choose to look at them mm-hmm. good. What you'll see is good. If you choose to see the mistakes, mm. then you'll be stuck with the mistakes. If you always see the opportunity, then you're stuck with the opportunity. If you only choose yeah. to listen to your and bubble. I think the is all those things can exist in right? one person. i oh, sorry, my Yeah, phone. I mean, the, yeah. if you choose to be in the bubble, then you won't hear what other people say, right? If you always hear what other people say, then you won't have a strong, strong set of ideas for yourself, like, you know, for yourself. I mean, there's so many angles to a human being. That's why it's so interesting to have podcasts because, like, you'd understand. Like, I didn't know that people could think this way, right? Wow. And plus, you get to understand yourself um, a bit more. A hundred percent.
1: Yeah, because we see it in context of the world and stuff. That's fire, bro. I don't know. That that worlds collide. I'm just putting ah, it out there. It's just like...
0: That, I always yeah. thought, like, you know, but what yeah. if one day we I could be an artist, like, I always thought about that, you know, growing up.
1: What would be your voice, like, like if you were to say, "Hey, this is the voice
0: and the platform and the message I put out," you know, like. Well, what do you mean, like voice, like how I would sound like, or the message of my songs? The mess, the message, the message, like that you would want uh, to share. It sounds so cliche, but love, <laughs> love and positivity. I guess that would be it. I mean, there's a reason why. It's and powerful. also, like, I have, I also have a lot of dark insecurities and dark shit so i'd still like to channel them into the songs but at the same time Mm. i I probably have to work so hard not to be taken out of context because i also have this like other side Mm. of me Like you know i just want to be mean and all that guess that makes us human that's
1: a part of expression too like like you know i I, like also i want to be clear like what what, when i said earlier like you know like expressing good energy and stuff like that like that expressing good energy also means acknowledging that we get angry acknowledging that we do get mad you know what i mean and and i think it's healthy to express that out there i mean you're gonna you're gonna hear a few uh aggressive pizza palace tracks you know in in the future so I like you like like, We got the full range of experiences. I mean, I mean it that, has to be, right? You
0: know, we have to let it be it has to be. 100%. I mean, you know, how else can I mean, you, got, you have crazy. to have like a full range of emotions curated into the song? Yeah. Makes it more relatable, yeah, right? Yeah. Yeah. Hundred percent. A hundred percent. Hey, how so, are you doing? That's cool. Well shoot it What?
1: what? Huh? You were saying no, I was going to say like if you ever come out with an album bro ah. like let me let me join the listening problem. Oh my god. I, I don't
0: even know cuz I'm I'm no bro, I have to tell you to be honest, I used to be like a very purist guy and I grew up from the 90s so like I love I love me some some alternative music and some bo- I never loved boom bap and hip hop or trap. It's just something that recently I developed a taste for cuz I'm in this space now and And that's the current culture of society is hip-hop. So, like, you know, as human beings, I think we're empty containers and we adjust to the current culture in the 90s uh, or even back in 70s and 60s, like, rock was demonized. Like, ah, you worship the devil or, like, all that stuff. And then hip-hop came along and Tupac was, like, demonized for his lyrics and all that stuff. And now they they became accepted. And I, I think I'm just a product of what's the current culture, which is hip-hop. So I like hip-hop. But if I was to put out a song, I'm not sure I would uh, do a hip-hop track. But who's to say I can't do it? Maybe uh, I will. I don't know. You
1: know, it's creative process. Cookies I'm did it, right?
0: Things, you know.
1: With, with with a stop motion uh, with a stop motion music video. Oh, bro.
0: that's that's that would be fire! I don't know. That's such a, such a long time <laughs> ago. Oh my god, having
1: flashbacks. Okay. One of the first one of the first album covers I ever did before in the past. I was like looking for designers and things like that, and like I just couldn't match the budget. Or this is like a long time ago, right? Couldn't match the budget or all this stuff. And I was like, fuck, like, how am I going to get like uh, the visuals together? And then when I was a kid, I think like in elementary, middle school, I was that kid who used to draw pictures all the time and stuff. And the kids would come around to the table like, what are you drawing? And I would like sell them, you know, like put them as binder covers. And that's how I would buy cookies at school and stuff. (laughs) Anyways, that's like a different story. Right. But I hadn't drawn for years. Right. And I was like, man, you know what? I'm just going to make something myself, you know, and then I made it. And then that's actually the cover that went uh, super viral like back in the day. So, right? Um, yeah, so it's like it's just interesting. It's like, hey, it's a part of our lives, you know, like we whatever we want to share from our history and things like that, it's on us if we feel comfortable right. to share out there in the world, because it's very uh, personal too, you know, these experiences. But it's kind of like it's it's there, you know, and and I think that's uniquely what makes us special. I, I make the argument that like I'm an up and coming artist, right? Like, I mean, I'm, I'm, I've am I'm done time in the industry and things like that. So in the industry circles, like, you know, I have like a, like a, a good rapport and all this stuff. Right. But to the public eye, I'm, I'm a new yeah. name. Right. So the thing is that I don't have the same, like I have, I have, you know, I, I wouldn't say I have the most resources, but I have like enough to where I can put, start testing the waters and things like that. And, you know, and with some flexibility, I, have I don't have like a Jay-Z point. level of, yeah I have, I have, yeah, I have some levers to do what I want, but not like the level of a Jay-Z right. or things like that, right? So it's like, if I want to eventually <laughs> achieve to that level, it's kind of like, I, I also think about the marketplace, right? In some ways, I can't compete with Jay-Z <laughs> because uh, his his market budget and like how big his influence and his relationships and connections and things like that. But there's one area that Jay-Z can't compete with me in. And what it is, is authenticity to right. me, authenticity to my community, right. and authenticity to this core circle that we've developed and right. built. Because we've had to earn every single one of these relationships and have that history. So we have all these stories that we know with so much depth that uh, like a Jay-Z can't tap into. Just like I can't tap into Jay-Z right. stories. He has all these, but that's how he built his brand by the unique stories that yeah. we each have. You know, And I feel like that's... Um, that's our strengths, so we play to our strengths every single time. Your
0: equity, you know. So yeah.
1: you're equity. Ec- Ooh, I like that, bro. But, but
0: equity. you know what? You you did your time, but here's the most more exciting part of it: is that, the the, you get to start over again. So like wholly reinventing yourself, you know, like that feeling of discovering a new passion, of like having a new crush, or like. You know, you're you're always passionate about the feeling. I can't wait to get home, like, do this. Or I can't wait till my job is finished so I can do this. So that feeling of, like, you're starting over with something new is so beta. I love that feeling, that beta. And that's, that's, I have to say, like, I tried to start a clothing brand that has that mantra, the beta mantra. Because, you know, that exciting part at the start, you know, it's, um, how would you say that? You know, you fall in love with it, you know, mm-hmm. at the start. Mm-hmm. But the challenge is, like, keeping up with, with it. Like, how do you keep that same mm-hmm. level of intensity? You know what I'm saying? So, that's the challenge of, I think, starting uh-huh. something new and not. I bet you have an idea already because you've worked with artists. So that's so that you're in such a unique position too. Because mm-hmm. you know what, you get to do something you like, and the feeling of starting it, there's nothing like it. There's nothing like starting again.
1: It's a, yeah. it's it's a it's it's a fun slate, and like, and and also touching on what you mentioned with like keeping the consistency. It's like in those moments, it's like. <coughs> Uh, I told myself that like, if, if I'm going to do music and really give it a shot, there has to be a reason that's bigger than myself because it's like, there's so many other ways where we can give ourselves things and whatever. Um, but like specifically for music, I have to give to myself so I can give to other people. That's going to be my end goal. Cause my end goal is bigger than me. So like for me, I know there's so, been so many times in this creative process where it's been so uncomfortable. I've had to make so many sacrifices, maybe not sleep. Shout out to the song Sacrifices oh, by yeah. the way. If you um, haven't heard it you yet, check it out on Jay Spotify wolf. right now. You know? Yeah, Jay cookies wolf and cookies too. too. Yeah. So like, um, but yeah, like we have to um, give up so many sacrifices uh, in terms of time, hanging out, fun, right. and like all this stuff to just kind of sit and work on our craft. That um that doesn't get shown out, you know, in the public and like not even get acknowledged. You know, we have to get like 50 no's like um to just kind of understand how to like develop a team and all these different things a hundred percent, right? And people and then and then dealing with the disappointment with ourselves or maybe trying to build a team with other people and like there's like so many things where it could just kind of like chip away at our energy, right? And so in those moments the feeling's not that same feeling of I love music. Right. You get what I'm saying? The feeling is just it's full hard of disappointment to keep that sadness. 100%. So what I tell myself in those moments is like, hey, what was my purpose for doing music? Right. And I think about all the people like I think of the kid that I was when like, I didn't really have anyone to turn to and like, all I could listen to was musicians and things like that to get my mind in a healthier place. Mm-hmm. And I said, there's at least one or two kids out there who are having the same experience right now that are waiting for something to acknowledge them. Like, there's there's a kid out there. And all of a sudden, I'm like, bro, like, my problems don't really mean that much. Like, I'm stressed out about these things, because you know, but like, there's kids out there who need like, a lot of support. And I'm just like, I got to keep going, you know, and that's what I plug into. So it's like, if I am giving things up, and I take care of myself enough to where I'm functional, but I also know that, hey, I also have to give up a lot of things. Um, and that's what for me that's what I center everyone has a different reason why they do things, right? But for me I center myself around that core experience and um that keeps me going. And then and then after that I have to um start creating. I gotta start, that, yeah. that, you know. <laughs> Just, yeah. Yeah.
0: That's what you're after. The process and and all that. Hey stuff. man, like so, I really yeah. enjoyed talking to you and I- Wow, we had a good run there. It's like two hours. Like I don't know how the hell I'm gonna chop this up. Oh, I'm wow. gonna chop this up, but we'll find a way. <laughs> <laughs> we can just leave yeah. it as it is. Yeah, yeah. Yes. and hey, like we ha- we do have like a a question on the show. So you know, the, the name of the show is huge upside, and you know, it to me, uh, if folks ask me, it's vague. You know, like, you can have a meaning to it. So I'd like to ask you, what's your own definition of a YouTube site? What's your YouTube site?
1: Oh, uh, okay. I'll give a general answer, and then I'll give, like, a, a, um, a personal so, answer. So I want to say that um, whatever that your goal is or your vision is, there's always gonna be a huge upside available there, even if you don't see it. So if you don't see what the huge upside is of whatever your goal is and things like that, figure it out, because it's probably sitting there. The The, the way I see it is like a lot of people, like, let, here's a here's a metaphor. If I'm sitting on one side of a grassy hill, there's a huge cliff and then there's all this amazing food on the other side and I need food, right? And I see like a tree, an axe, and then some rope, you know, a lot of people be like, man, it's impossible to get that food, you know, I'm just stuck over here. I'm like, bro, you could use the axe, chop the tree down, build some wood, build a bridge with a rope, you get what I'm saying? And the huge upside is you got some food, just put in some effort, bro, it's like right there. But some people don't even want to look across, you know. So for everyone, like it's possible you have the resources around you. It's going to take a little bit of time it's tiring to chop down the tree it's tiring to build that bridge but like there's a huge upside on the other side so that's my that's my general answer not very exciting uh, damn i should have just said that last that sounded kind of cool huh like uh, i should have, <laughs> i should have ended on that
0: no you <laughs> yeah,
1: probably, like, have, something else. Dang, so probably have something else you probably have something else like the more specific yeah for me the huge upside honestly it's the same stuff as on um, what we were talking about before like I believe that our generation, specifically, we are taught to be individually great and individually, like we have to have skill sets. I feel like our community's huge upside is to begin to build healthy ways of seeing each other healthy ways of talking with each other. So collectively, we can hit that legendary status. So like when I talk about like, um, like our local communities and our neighborhoods. Hey, like if you're a musician out there, hey, I do music. Hey, there's a producer out there somewhere who's looking for a musician, you guys start working together and build collectively. And that's the struggle in itself. How do you communicate? How do you give feedback? How do you like, how do I acknowledge the other person's feelings? And like, there's a whole skill set there, right? And so my personal huge upside is if we can build that for our community, like, they can't stop us, bro. So, like, we just need to do that. So that's what I'm trying to do, do the music. And
0: there you have so. it. Pizza Palace, packaged in two hours in this episode. Thanks, brother. You know what? The, the, the moment you sent you, me bro. the message, I was, like, really flattered. Wow. An, an, here's another one. Is This, this is this is the like the validation of the process that we was looking for is that more folks come to the show you know i it's, it's more probably like not of an audience type of show it's more of like the guest and the platform kind of show it's like uh you know what you call it a therapy session or an online crash course or like a free education you would call it something like that for both parties like we get to learn different angles of you and us ourselves get to learn more about another side of a human being which is pizza palace was about to drop another song which is butter this february 17th butter
1: check it out february 17th and thank you bro i appreciate your energy and everything always bro
0: you're welcome brother and i have to say man we've had taken these guests for a long ride but that was a fun chat <laughs> i have to say goodbye and hey like hit me up anytime or if i, if I have some questions